Stand no good goddamn what that nigga JJ just not hitting those threes right, right. now. Just fucking broke, man. <laughs> that is a fucking fact. And bro, they need to get Melly the fuck out of there, bro. That nigga is ass. Oh him, him and Jackson Hayes, nigga. <laughs> your boy. Man. That's See, that's but, your guy. But Jax, he played six minutes this last game. He did all right. I can't even he, most he, out of them fucking he did. six minutes. That's a fact. That was like the best game of the season. Minutes, got like five rebounds. He played decent defense, which is where he was struggling at. Like he just be looking lost on defense. Yeah. That's a, that's a fact. But your team, your team winning, nigga. Brooklyn, they looking good, bro. I've been watching. I've been watching the uh, the highlights and shit because obviously I've been working at crazy ass times. But I've been watching the highlights, bro. And hey, the, I don't know what CP. I know. I know. We give a lot of credit to LeBron for staying healthy. These. All these years. Vegan CP, man. CP doing something, baby. He, he looking good out there, bro. He looking like he in his early 30s. After that Rocket right. season where he got injured, he went vegan, and he said he changed his whole... He said he thought he was going to have to retire two years after that first Rockets injury. And then after oh. that, he said he extended his career, he feel, by like five, six years just by going vegan. Yeah, I didn't I didn't right. know that he went vegan about after that. Because that's when I was thinking that it was the time was near when he... When he got yep. hurt during the playoffs, I was like, damn. He thought he was going to retire, and he was like, yo, he, he he asked his trainer, he was like, find me anything to prolong my career. And he was like, look, we could try. It's, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt your body at first because you got to get rid of all the meat toxins. We're still, we still going to give you protein, but, like, we got to go vegan. And it changed that nigga life. Swear to God. Bro, he, like, no homo shit, he looked good for his age. Like, even, all the athletic shit and performing on the court type shit aside, that nigga still look like he bought 25, bro. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's, that's crazy, why the bro. that's why the Suns looking good. Like honestly, the best teams in the league right now, just from eye test, eye test, the Lakers, of course, because like what Schroeder been adding. But the Suns? And then who next? Us? Us? Yeah, we I next? Think so. I think we, we one next. and two right now. We one and two, nigga. <laughs> the Suns and the Pels is one and two. That's what I'm saying. We thought we would ever right be now. saying some shit like that. Crazy, crazy bro. Like, I feel better than I ever felt about a Pelicans team the whole time I've been. I ain't feel this way since Chris Paul was here. Me and, and, and like, I'm going to say it publicly on Bros Ball, but I'm going to start off here. Brandon Ingram, better for the Pels than AD was. That's a, That's a fact. Bag. That's a fact, bro. That's, That's a, a fucking fact. fact Get that Robin-ass nigga out of here. We got a Batman finally, nigga. And, and real shit, this might be just hate, but... I don't care. AD not no killer, bro. Brandon That's a Ingram fact! A that nigga a Robin! That nigga is a Robin sidekick. He's a killer, bro. Brandon Ingram is Batman, nigga. Like, I'm taking the shot. Brandon Ingram don't care if he miss it or he make it. He got that Kobe mentality. Facts. And I'm going to say it here, too. I've been saying it in group chat. This nigga remind me the most of Kobe out of anybody in the league. And I'm not and I'm not talking about I'm not talking about talent. I'm just talking about mentality. Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum don't have that mentality. Jamal don't have that mentality. All the niggas you compare to Kobe don't have that mentality. Giannis, bitch ass Giannis. In the playoffs when he was on Toronto, bro, look, that was look. Kobe. I don't know what Kobe I don't know. Was. I don't know. Yeah, but look, 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 look. That Toronto run, that was Kobe, look, bro. Kobe wasn't going to let the Nuggets beat him after 3-1, nigga. Fuck out of here. We got to go in present. That nigga Kawhi let the Nuggets come back 3-1 that's and George, didn't do bro. nothing. That's Paul George, bro. That's nah, nigga. nah. See, that's see, playoff see, peak, but, baby. That's but, playoff But that's, that's, that's like bringing other shit in. And if we talking mentality, 
Oh yeah, Kawhi got it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We talking mentality, bro. Ain't, ain't good up there for Kawhi, bro. He like he's somewhere on the spectrum. But whatever it is, <laughs> it give him that mentality, bro. That nigga is fucking. Hey, he a yeah, dog. that that when when he was in the playoffs, bro, in Toronto. But I, I gotta he see him do it again. I was calling him the best player in. I was calling him the best player in the world, and this nigga let me down by losing three one. I don't know if it was the coaching. I don't know if it was the environment he was in, but you could tell he was locked in. And I guess it was it was just that that uh, that season of just sitting there. And you know, how, like he said, he don't listen to nothing. That season of just sitting there. There's no way the the, the comments and the commentators yeah, and the reporters wasn't getting to under his skin. There's just no way. All that playoff P talk, nigga, got to his ass. I, I believe that 1,000%. But we got a lot to get into. This is episode 176. My name is Lennon Burn, a.k.a. Youngboy D-Wits, a.k.a. The People's Champ, a.k.a. Beer Gang is in the motherfucking building. Had to start it off with some basketball talk because shit is getting real. But last week, we did our uh, recap of 2020. You guys, make sure y'all go check that out if you haven't checked that out yet. We gave out our awards. The only thing we didn't talk about was, like, the moments of the year. We didn't, like, recap the moments of the year. But I felt like every nigga was doing that. I feel like every everybody in the whole state, I mean, in the whole state, in the whole country had the same moments type shit. We're like, that, that's a fact. got that text saying, like, the whole government was shut down. Everybody was like, nigga, what? Also, dude, <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm so happy we beat everybody to the punch. Yeah, for sure. We was on top of it. Like, Joe Buttonham came out a couple days later. I don't even know if Charlemagne dropped his yet. Like, we was on top that of that was all that, that nigga Charlemagne and his old lady took a huge vacation. I don't blame him. So I yeah. know he ain't doing it. He, he deserve it. But, like, that that go back to the beef him and Joe got. They, they ain't do their shit. But right. we got we got some things to talk about this week. Some, some things have happened. But I want to open it up. For the first thing we talk about, this is not nothing to do with pop culture, but I've been watching This Is Us, and, like, This Is Us is, like, huge on, like, adoption and, like, that type of shit. So I want to ask y'all, would y'all ever adopt a kid? Like, how do y'all feel about that? In my current situation, no, but I wouldn't be opposed to it. Like, I'm not one of them people that would be like, yo, I'd never do that. Yeah. But in my current situation, That's how I feel. My current situation, I couldn't do it either, just because, like, I'm not ready for a child, but, like, I think I could adopt, like, if my wife got complications or, like, my sperm not shooting right no more, then, hey, I, I could adopt a kid. Sure. That's exactly what I was going to say. If my shit not working, but obviously I got a little one, so I know it's working, baby. <laughs> but if it wasn't working, if the factory was shut down, you know, on some crazy shit, then, yeah, I mean, I definitely wouldn't be opposed to it. Okay, let me ask y'all this. <laughs> if you did adopt, you adopted a black baby, a white baby, oh, an nah, Asian. Gotta, yeah, the, the baby got to look like it's possible to come from me, my nigga. Right. Man, I got to be the one to let no him know when he... No little white kid with red hair looking like Andy Dalton and shit. We can't do that. It got to be... It got to look possible that it's my right. kid. <laughs> I want people to think maybe it's not my kid, but I don't want them to look off rip. Like, oh yeah, they adopted. Like, like I don't want them to know like, as they see me. Like just you can picture me with like a little Asian kid. Running around. Yeah, that's that's wild, bro. And not even right. not even that I got nothing against any. Oh no, yeah, no. Like I just don't want niggas looking at me and my girl like, oh, she cheated on that nigga. That, <laughs> <laughs> that nigga got his shit fucked up. Like I can't do that. <laughs> You know what niggas giving him sympathy looks in the supermarket? This nigga's crazy, bro. Look at men's insecurity. Look at him. Look at him like, ah, buddy, buddy. She got him. Ah, buddy. (laughs) This nigga.
niggas worried about crazy, bro. How these niggas look? <laughs> but I feel That's him though. Fact, though. I feel That's him. Though. Oh Could shit! Imagine, imagine you my, take him to your mama is... house, and then you go to your mama house. You walk up with like an Asian or white baby. You know the first thing your mama and you people say, "Why that guy cheat on you?" As soon as they get you, as soon as they get you alone, Lynn. As soon as they get you alone, everybody like. What's up, what's up with that bitch, man? You know, man. you blind? <laughs> For real, though. I ain't raised I no dumbass. I, I know you was a dumbass, but I ain't raised no dumbass, all right? Come in. Yeah, I, Come in. I you could tell that shit don't look nothing like you, nigga. <laughs> you got to let them know off rip. Those are, that's one of the things you got to let them oh, know off rip. shit. Oh, yeah, you got to tell them. It's a little Asian you baby, got, right? You got to tell them before you Watch even do it. Like, <laughs> 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 also... Also, would you adopt a baby, like a newborn, or would you adopt like a ten-year-old? Now nah, I got a max. I got a max. Uh, yeah. Now that's what that's where like how you was on a hard no with the uh the you gotta get your black baby. I'm a hard no on. I'm not taking nothing that's not a newborn because I don't want to deal with none of that trauma. That's just yeah. trauma, and I don't need that drama in my life. Three or four probably would be the max age for me. I wanted to know where they can't remember that, like, that they're right. adopted. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, if and, I can me, do I think that. that's like two and before. That's why like, I'm at two doom. would be like the max for me. Because I, I remember things from when I was three. I got bad memory. I can't remember fucking eight or nine. So, like. Oh, you tripping, nigga. But that's why no, I, I, I got bad the, memory. Yeah. That's all the drinking, <laughs> nigga. That's all that is. <laughs> but. I drink to that shit. It's <laughs> stupid. But yeah, no, I just was. I just I just want to know what y'all thought about adoption because that's just something I was I was I was thinking about. Hey, before we before we move on from that, though, is this is us hard like the new shit. Look. Look, because I've been watching, I just ain't watched the new season. All of it, like I, the new, the new season is hard as fuck. But I will say, it kind of makes you like my problem with network television right now is everybody's talking Corona, Black Lives Matter, and everything that yeah. I just lived, and like, yeah, I don't I really want to relive it through TV. What? But they did a good job. What show is that? Oh, uh, fuck the shit. The show about the football player, all, all American. I will say. Them niggas got lucky, bro, because they had did it before everybody else. So they don't got to talk about black brutality no more. They're like, nah, we're dead police brutality. They probably going to do it again. They might. Corny ass is going to do it again. CW be be tripping, bro. Bro, don't even get me started by All American, nigga. That show, I I, I like that show, but that show is the most corniest (laughs) show ever, bro. It's CW, bro. They can't help it. CW is fucked. But Doom, no, this is us. That shit fire. I'm not even lying. That nigga Sterling K. Brown is a dog. Like, that nigga is a great actor. Yeah, I'm at the peak, bro, because that's like I got two shows that me and my girl are watching right now, and This Is Us is one, and then we watching a million little things. Ooh, is that hard? I didn't watch that one. It's bro, it's I've been hearing about that one. A million little things. It's like it's harder than This Is Us for me. And This Is Us was super hard. This Is Us is like really good. Couple seasons. That one was super hard. Like, this like is us. little things, bro, I'm telling you. Like, if, if you need check one of them shows out. to watch with your girl. That's one. Yeah, All right, I'm going to check it out. My only thing is, my girl be watching too much sad shit. And, like, I need some bang, oh, bang, shit yeah, up. It, a million little things is one of them. Like, like no, bro, no. I didn't sound like me. Niggas, I need that bang, bang, shit I, 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 nah, real shit, though. I tell my girl, bro, it's too much. It, like, every night we going we gonna to cry. Like every, every night, night nigga. I can't, I can't, no, the ice cream and the Kleenex. No, nigga, you, you, you are out bro, your mind. <laughs> if you think, like, if you think this is us pull at the heartstrings, nigga, <laughs> a million little things is times a hundred. Oh, no. <laughs> like, 
nigga, you you gonna be? I'm saying, bro, I I'm one of them niggas. I have never cried at a, from at a, a movie, me neither. A TV show, never, not once, not yet. A same. million little things be like, I'll be like, bro, don't do that, don't do this, <laughs> don't go outside like this, bro. Yeah, like I never cried up yet, but it done had moments when wait, damn, bro, these I, is tripping. I feel the same way. Like I look at, and this is no disrespect to nobody who does this, but like <laughs> I look at niggas who cry at a movie suspect. <laughs> like, I'm yeah, like, nah, real shit. <laughs> Real shit, bro. I look at my girl suspect. Yes. Female. So I yes. know damn nice. so like, bro, when that when that they show hit them some crazy little parts. I agree with him, shit. I agree. Bro, when that show hit them crazy parts, bro, I really be having to talk to myself like, like oh, yeah. do not let yourself go outside. If you cry for this, I will never forgive you. And this is me talking to me, nigga. I feel like, that. <laughs> I did just say, look, let me tell you, you remember when Randall Daddy died? And he was in the hospital, and I know this is spoiler yeah. for this is us, but I don't give a fuck. When them niggas was talking about like his his mama, like random nigga, I was like, oh, I started thinking about my mama. Yeah. I was like, hold it in, nigga, be tough. I did yeah. my chest two Real times. Shit. I was Real like, shit. fuck this. And my girl sitting over there balling. I'm she like, what's wrong? You okay? I said, yeah, I'm okay. I'm tough, nigga. I'm gonna open up the. I'm gonna let y'all niggas in. <laughs> you cry, nigga. I'm crying, nigga. Ah! <laughs> I'll be you, in wait, here. Wait, I gotta tell you. I'm gonna tell you what show started. Yeah, what you cried to? Because because what you what you cried to is very important. Because if you cried to some whack ass shit, I'm a fucking clown you. It was it was one of these <laughs> one of these episodes of Grey's Anatomy where it was in there and it was okay. like the cancer shit, bro. And I was I, sitting there trying my hardest, bro. And you know how Grey's they like, ooh, we got you crying. Then they hit you with some more sad shit on top of the sad. And I was sitting there like. Damn, nigga, here it comes. And I, I accept, I accept Grey's Anatomy. I but accept that, bro. Nigga, I can't stop it now, bro. Like, I nigga, sit here you, and cry you, watching a fucking Disney movie with them, bro. Oh, God, bro. Nigga, like, you I, can't, I don't know what happened, bro. After that day, the Grey's Anatomy was like, yeah, we got this, nigga. We got it. Nigga, now, you crying to, like, anything, soul, bro. nigga? You crying to inside nah. out? <laughs> Did y'all watch Soul though? I did not, I but I heard it's I heard it's good. It's hard, good, bro. It's hard. That shit is man. good. I like it. Bad. I'm gonna have to check that out. My girl that shit with no kids here. Like, Real and then, yeah. Now I gotta really it's, watch it's it. I watched I was, it with Thea passed out. I ain't gonna lie. She was here, but she wasn't watching it. She was passed I, I, out. I gotta say, Disney be putting out some hard ones every now and again. Like Zootopia was hard. Inside Out was hard. That Coco shit was tough. But then they got movies like Cars Two, where I'm like. <laughs> nigga, this shit yeah, trash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least you know they still making movies just for the kids. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Well, hey, hey I, that, I'm a, I don't. I'm a, I don't think. Oh. Go ahead, dude. Oh my bad. I was just gonna say. I really feel like Soul was like way too advanced for kids. That's like the, they do the have some behind the movie. Like I don't like. I'm. I was watching it thinking that it was a kids movie the whole time. It's about and souls and whole, death, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Low key. It, it's kind of like. Like about like living a life that's not living a meaningful life. Mm, you know what I'm okay. saying? Finding like your purpose. Think is a meaningful life. Yeah. Mm, okay. Ooh, that I'm gonna have to check that out. Is like advanced for kids to me. No, I agree you with that. Man. That's like that's like how Zootopia did racism and kids did, thought it was just like a cop show and it was like no, they was talking about yeah. classism and racism. And shit. Yeah. yeah. It was great. And Inside Out was about knowing your emotions and whatnot and understanding like. If I'd have been as soft as I am now when Inside Out came out, you'd have cried. I'd have cried. Yeah. 
But when I seen it, when I seen it, I was like 19, just got out of the Bronx. Like that's what I'm talking about. That was that was hard boy Brooke, nigga. Yeah, that wasn't gonna make me cry, nigga. I was in there looking at my girl like, the fuck good with you, nigga? Crying nigga. I guess I promise y'all, I will update y'all the moment I cry to move your TV show because I, bro, that has been on my mind like since I was younger. Like I would see my mama cry. I'm like. Are you crying? Like, yeah, like, I never got it. It never, never, it never happened to me yet. And, and people say maybe it's not a good enough movie to get you, but like I don't know. This is us almost had me. Gray's almost had me like twice. Like when I saw uh, Meredith Gray with that COVID shit, that shit kind of fucked me up. I, I, I'm not gonna lie, because that shit was like realistic. And then I think all the people that got COVID, but I was just fucked up. I wasn't crying. You, you know, we gonna wait. We gonna wait and see, because the movie that does it, I'm gonna be shocked. Yeah, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I like, and but there was, there was, there's oh. Bro, I've been soft for, for like a year and a half now, maybe this, two years. I seen Sing and I started crying, nigga. Oh, nigga, you super soft. The movie with the pig that sings? Nigga. <laughs> this nigga. nigga, oh. nigga. When the gorilla broke out of jail to go see his son sing, I'm in the living room crying, nigga. This nigga soft. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who are you, nigga? I'm finna go drop this nigga off in the Bronx. One way ticket, no way back. Cause this nigga is out of pocket. <laughs> Yo, yeah. I gotta admit, I that's out of pocket. <laughs> so, okay, do you enjoy sad movies more that you cry to them? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, maybe I need to start crying. I'll be one like... with the movie. I'll be one okay. with the characters now. now I, I wish I could too. get into that bag, but I just can't. I don't yeah, know Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can cry on command now. Oh, like, all right. That's that's lit. It opened up like emotions and shit. I was watching like some Zach Efron interview and he was saying like how in order for him to crown command, because he was like, you know, he gets paid for a lot of chick flicks. And he was like, in order for him to crown command, he has to think about like the saddest moments in his life and he thinks about all of them all at once and it makes him cry. So I was sitting in my living room one day and I did that shit and I was like, this nigga Efron. <laughs> you got me unlock some shit. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's lit now. <laughs> <laughs> that all right, all right. I fuck with that because I'm about to say, like I like I said, I tell my girl, look, you when she comes and like, oh yeah, let's binge This Is Us for two days. I'm like, nah, yeah. you get that, mm-hmm. you get that one day, and then after that, yeah, I'm too through. Much. Like yeah. you better have a comedy, you better have something else because I'm not watching I it. A, I, need, I need a break. I need to watch a gangster shoot someone. I need to watch someone get stabbed. I need to watch something crazy. Like, yeah. it, it, but then she hit me with like, how you can watch people die every day? I'm like. Cause like die every day. Like the sad shit is like in, in this is us like my mom could die like that person died. But like if I'm watching the Sopranos, Tony Soprano not come and shoot me, nigga. What's right? wrong? They're not you? about yeah. to feed me to the fishes, nigga. Yeah. Come on. Like I'm I'm living. Like what 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 thriller is gonna happen to where I get kidnapped and they torturing me, nigga? What? It's not real. Hanging over a pool of piranhas. Come on, bro. <laughs> shit ain't happening to me. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's why I give me more bang bang shoot 'em up content. That's what I fuck with. <laughs> but all right, this was this was a good little this was a good little side note. Fuck it. Bang bang speaking, shoot 'em up. Speaking of TV, let me blow y'all mind. Y'all know Kevin from the Office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kevin made Kevin made one point five million dollars just from being on Cameo, and he's the highest paid celebrity on Cameo. And what Cameo is is you can contact these celebrities to send you a voice message or a video message, and you pay for that. And that nigga, the nigga Kevin from the Office with the chili, was the highest paid. He made one point five million dollars just Damn. this just this past year. And he said like Quarantine during, did him well during Christmas. <laughs> he made like half a mil. Like so, so like half a meal was before Christmas, and the other half was like Christmas and on. Kevin said he where the money reside. 
<laughs> For real though. You know what's wild, bro? I had never heard of that shit till recently. Oh, cameo. One of my yeah, one of my girlfriend's friends got a message from Paul Gasol, and she like a diehard Lakers fan. So like, she saw the message and started crying and shit. You know what I'm saying? But. I had never heard of it before that, but that's hard. Like, would y'all pay for that? If it was, if it was like what he said, like if it was like some Christmas gift kind of thing, and I knew somebody, like it would make their fucking holidays. Yeah. Ooh, I would definitely do it. Like, would you want my mom wanted it? Yeah, like for my mom or my girl, I'd do it. But for me, don't buy me that shit. Yeah, yeah. I say I don't know who you. But gonna I can't get, think bro. of nobody who I would give a fuck about enough. That's right. what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. I'd be he, like, oh, that's dope, but it wouldn't really matter. Exactly. Because, like, <laughs> my thing cool. is, like, my thing is, if my girl bought me a Drake one, I'd be like, that nigga was forced to say this. Like, he was paid to say this. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it don't mean yeah. shit. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, if I fuck with your podcast. Like, if my girlfriend got that nigga to say, oh, yeah, I fuck with your podcast, that nigga don't know like, what that shit is. Paid for this, this, man. Like, you paid for that, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't want that shit. We all thinking the same thing. Like, well, you paid them to say this, so it's not that's really, like, some genuine shit. That's that's my whole thing with it. Yeah. But like, shout out to Kevin, the hustle to make one point five million, just because this be nigga the only office cast member on there. Because let's I, see, I feel I'll like find out. That whole cast would go crazy on that. Like let's niggas see. really fuck with the office heavy, bro. That's a fact. That's how you know they fuck with Kevin heavy because they was doing it just for him. Let's see. Yeah, I'm gonna because they they break it down by each person. Okay, right. uh, uh, Oscars on there. Stanley's on there. Uh, Stanley was my nigga, bro. Fucking uh, that dude that they hate. Uh, the one that they hate. That's uh, that they always make fun of. The the HR guy. He's oh, there. Yeah, oh yeah. The boss. Uh, the boss that Michael always looks up to, like the dude who he always calls. He's there. Jan's there. And then that uh, the redhead is there. So like, there's not every office person, but there's like a couple of them. So yeah, that's that's damn near all the main niggas. Oh wait, each person got a different price. Do y'all want to know how much they charge? Yeah. All right. So so Stanley charges three hundred dollars per cameo. Oscar charges right. two two hundred dollars per cameo. Let me tell you what Kevin charges one ninety five. So Kevin not even charging the most and made wow. one point five million. That's how you know they calling him. That's, that's crazy, yeah. bro. Like some he of these just, people, he just got the lowest price. Niggas was like, yeah, we gonna go with <laughs> with Kevin. Why is Jan charging $300? Why would I pay Jan yeah, for a fucking pay, cameo? I would pay Stanley. Over. I wouldn't pay Stanley for $300 either. But I'm saying if I had to choose, if I had to choose, I'm not choosing Jan. So I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> See, Creed, yeah, Creed wasn't even in the shits. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, Creed got the right idea. Creed charging niggas $76. See, yeah, that's what I'm he, saying, bro. He must be down bad. And Creed, <laughs> one of my favorite niggas on that, bro. The asshole. <laughs> Creed hurting, man. He said, this COVID shit got me fucked up. Said, up. Right, he said, this COVID shit got me fucked up. I'm not getting no roles. I don't got no movies. I got to get paid. Creed waiting on a stimulus just like us, man. He like, this nigga Wait. bullshit, man. <laughs> I got y'all stimmy. <laughs> I sure did. My girl got her stimmy. I'm waiting on my. I'm waiting on my. By the time this come out, my stimmy probably gonna hit my bank account. See, I, I'm not gonna get mine till like in the next week, early the week after. I'm waiting on the mail in, but they started the mail in since December 30th. See, that's why when Trump was saying all that two thousand dollars shit, I didn't believe that shit. Them niggas been had this stimulus ready. Yeah, and, but they they did. But the thing was, he was trying to get them. <laughs> what they trying to do is they trying to vote on another act. Type shit. Oh, like the another. Six hundred was okay. coming regardless. 
Okay. And what you're trying to get one. them to do is another one that'll be like a supplemental where if you already got your 600, you can get the extra 1400. So like obviously mm-hmm. everybody will be lit, but this doesn't really benefit the niggas with the kids. Uh, and, and so I under- get a big, big check. And I understand why them niggas didn't want to let that happen. Cause imagine if he get that off right before he leaves, he running again. He trying, right. he trying to set it up. He, he, I, think, I think he gonna run again. I think Mitch is like, fuck you, nigga. I'm gonna block this shit until the inauguration. Exactly. Yeah. He's saying, fuck See, Mitch. I don't, I don't even think that's what it was like. And this, this could be me getting in my little conspiracy bag, but we already know Mitch fuck with Trump heavy. Like, I think what it was is it was like know. Trump said, let me let me propose this shit so I look good to everybody and I can count on you to deny this shit. So it's like mm. no harm, no foul. Like I get to look good and we ain't got to pay these niggas anyway. But see, that's not good for me. You might be right about that, but that's not good for Mitch campaign because Mitch right now is about to lose his fucking seat. Bad. Right. Oh, yeah. So the thing Them is, what happened was Mitch. The, uh, Mitch denied his shit because Mitch ain't come for doom boys. I mean, because yeah. Trump ain't come for Doom Boys. He wanted he vetoed the the military bill. Yeah, Mitch didn't get his shit passed. The military bill was supposed to not only was it supposed to do something. He the, the military bill for obviously for the Congress members, but just straight military shit. You know, money to the Pentagon, money for raises, bonuses for the the troops. But yeah. Trump wanted them to add something in it to take funds away from the big corporations that wouldn't help him investigate the election fraud. Mm, and Mitch was part of that. Mm. And Mitch said, nigga, this is for the military. And then, like, these niggas was going hard, but they're like, it's been 60 years we've been passing the NDAA without no contest, no problem. And as much as they be saying how, you know, Obama decreased the military funding, he still passed the bill. Yeah, Obama did so most like, and, right. Now, so like, nigga, every every year I was in, we got raises. Don't don't get me to start talking about what Obama I, did. Bro, Obama low key was killing niggas. Like, but that's the thing. That's that's what they be saying, bro. Like when they be getting to the Senate floor, they be like, "Oh, Obama was doing this and that," but he he never didn't pass the bill. He's that's a fact. Always passed. Well, yeah. shit. Trump Trump is two for two with shit that's just never happened before. Because Trump, they got caught, they caught his ass with a recording telling them senators in Georgia to repeal that shit. This yep. nigga got eleven people repealing it. And the last time this happened was with Abraham Lincoln. And you know what they did to them eleven people? They kicked them out the Senate. Will these eleven get kicked gets. out? No. No. <laughs> Fuck no. But Trump Trump is over with for him. It's over, bro. Yeah. That's and why he. Now y'all see why I had him as the biggest loser. Doom, I know you he want to talk the biggest, about it. He is the biggest loser, bro. And he, bro, he's still he's, going at it, bro. He's still That's what trying, makes him the biggest loser. Sore loser. Super sore. Like Mike Pence took a vacation. Mike Pence is in the island. That's what you're supposed to do, bro. Go, let me go clear my head, bro. <laughs> At least go clear your head before you got to take this, this prison bid. But maybe that's why he going so hard. Because the moment... He steps out of office and is no longer a president. The New York, uh, the New York District Attorney's Office is sending him a fat letter. They said they ready. <laughs> they got their case ready to go. And I know New York Times is ready. They probably already got the article written in the fucking draft. They're like, let's get it, boy. Come we on. Go, ooh, they wait for him to come back. Will this nigga go to jail? I don't think so. I don't so. know. He might but, get probation, though. Yeah, they, they definitely gonna open a can of... They got three cases ready for his ass. Yeah. Three. Like, it's bad. So we're going to see. But that nigga wildin'. Speaking of people who's wildin', yo, Doom, your man was wildin'. Your man's was wildin'. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't know how you're going to defend it. 
But how can Young Thug, Young Thug, say he got more hits than Jay-Z? To me, Young Thug is the most overrated star in hip-hop. Most he's overrated. overrated. He's overrated. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if I agree with that. He's not overrated. Let me tell you why he's overrated. Because everybody say this nigga influential, this, that, which he is. But that nigga don't put out hit music like talking about. He don't got more hits than Future. He don't got more hits. He don't got more hits than his contemporaries. But like he's influential. He's this star. Right. He's this unicorn. Nigga overrated. He's, he's influential, he's a unicorn. The thing is that people not giving him his roses, so it comes off as arrogant sometimes. It's like the Wale thing, bro. Yeah. I don't know if I'm rocking See, with that one. Th- my thing is, I get what he was trying to say. It's just like, I, I forget what he said last, but the last time he blew up for saying some stupid shit, it was the same situation. Like, he said some dumb shit, and I got what he was trying to say. He just said it all bad. You know young, I mean? but, young Thug said he got 30 songs that people know. Like, if he had a stadium full of people, Young Thug said he got 30 songs people would sing word for word, and Jay-Z does not. But then he took see, that back real fast. Yeah. Yeah, and, and but that's why I say I think he was saying, like, it's like if, if we talking and we, you know, we baiting basketball or some shit, and I'd be like, but, but Brandon Ingram doing this, I don't see KD doing that shit. It's not necessarily KD. It's just, I'm talking about niggas of that level. Okay. I'm talking about niggas playing at that type of um, shit. Right. And I think that that that's what he was getting at. He just fucked up by the first one being Jay-Z. He executed that terribly. Because I'm going to be honest. If I was in that stadium with 30, when that nigga playing 30 songs, I can't sing all 30, word for word. Oh, and I'm going to be honest with you. Man, bro. That's why, that's why I said you boy, because I know you're a thug more than 30. He got more than 30, bro. Uh, I'm on the doom side with this. I am a thugger, thugger stand. But listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. I have had the luxury of being in a sold out arena with the both of them. Mm, okay. The kind of electricity that comes within your fingertips when the whole goddamn crowd is singing the black album word that, for word. I'd have and, been in a Jay Z concert. That shit yeah. crazy. And, uh, and I've been in the Smoothie King Center, sold out for J. Cole when, when Thugger was there. And I'm singing every song. I've got every Thugger song memorized. Niggas don't know it. But this, like, half the, half the role I'm in is not singing. You know what I mean? And that's, like, and that's so, my point. Right. That's why the J.C. thing was kind of crazy. If like, you could, bro. Like, like I, I was there... The last time Jay-Z was in New New Orleans, I bought my pops tickets because that's his favorite artist. We went there. When that nigga Hove said, Hove, H to the O-V, every old person in that motherfucker was... It was crazy, you know, It was bro. lit. It was lit, nigga. My ass was the only nigga in there not singing. I'm just looking around, and my pops just, H to the O-V. That nigga just right. doing this thing like... I'm like, yo, this shit is nuts. I went to the bathroom. Low-key met Vic Mensa and Jay-Z's right-hand dude, but that's a conversation for another. But that's what, but that's what I'm saying. Jay, Jay make it go, man. I, and, and Thug, I don't know who Thug could battle in a versus, but he would lose to Future. He would lose to a lot of niggas, bro. It would, it would be close, though. You think, think it would be close? Future, Future is unfair just because I don't think nobody in the bag of rap that Future make can beat Future. Uh, I agree can. with that. I agree like, with it, that. It's kind of the similar shit like, like with Wayne. It's like, who do you match up with Wayne? That's true. Nobody. Besides Jay. And I don't think Jay would do a versus. You know yeah, I mean? and I don't think Drake would do one against Wayne either. 
Like yeah. the only and you couldn't put Kanye against Wayne. That'd be a weird matchup. Yeah, no, you make a yeah. good point. Does does Thug beat Uzi? Oh, for sure. I okay. think so. All right. I'm just that's, saying, a, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's an argument for hate. a different day. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just I'm just trying to see where like who y'all think Thug could be that's like in that category. Okay, so future we don't think so, but you think Uzi. Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna think of somebody else. Let's see. I'm I'm scrolling through my my artists of trying to like I was about to say designer and clown, but that's I'm does dead. does Thug beat Travis Scott? Mm, that's hard. But the thing is, what do we consider hits for for Travis? Because a lot of the songs that we love of Travis aren't the radio hits per se. You know what I mean? Yeah. All and right. I think that's what makes Future so great is because he was at his peak, and it was more like. You know what I'm saying? Where you could still have a radio single. Right. That don't exist now. So it's like, it's kind of hard for niggas that came up after that era. Does does Thug beat Ray Shimmer? Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm just making sure. Yeah. And I love but that song's is corner, bro. I mean, corny, bro. Like, <laughs> Don't do like, that to Shrim Life. Nah, bro. Listen to me, bro. Listen to me, bro. Listen to me, listen to me. Bro. Listen to me. These niggas, These radio they're, singles is corny. they're making yeah, exactly they what I thought they would make. They're making movie soundtrack hits. Yeah, facts. Yeah. And they that's go, fine. Go get the bag, bro. They on the Wiz path. Well, Wiz but, just do movie I, soundtracks. You bro, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, they're following the steps of Mr. Khalifa. That's exactly what I was about to say. Nigga just do movie soundtracks. There's and nothing a shit wrong ton with of that. Money. Yeah, no, you make right, a lot of money. Nothing wrong with that, bro. Like being on the Fast and Furious soundtrack, regardless of which one it is, I'm getting paid. That's a fact. Yeah, for sure. That's a go fact. And, and Wiz, Wiz is on every blockbuster soundtrack, my nigga, from Fast to Suicide Squad. And that nigga what's this nigga name? One. Mr. Mr. Dollar Sign? Oh, yeah. Ty, bro, I'm pissed These niggas be Ty. on the soundtracks, bro. They be on the soundtrack yeah. tracks. Don't, don't get me started on Ty. Ty also deserves the title of overrated. Bro, Ty ain't drop an album that's good yet. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, nigga. I was going to say Sorry, one. nigga. Like, this nigga ain't giving us a real R&B album yet. This nigga just doing he pop songs. He is the features. He is the feature yeah. king of the, 20, of the 2010s, bro. That nigga sound better on features than he do his own shit. That's yeah, why because the problem came, the problem with Ty is he make radio music in an era where radio don't exist. He you know shouldn't. I mean? He should just get a... He should go work with, like... Imagine if Ty Dollar worked with Teddy Riley. Like, why is he... Like, do, do people not think of shit like that? Like, go get with 40, Ty Dollar sign, and be like, yo, 40, I'll pay you $10 million. You know, like, you'll make that fucking money back because that album will be fucking phenomenal. You see, the thing yeah. is, that's the problem. Is go get with he's baby never worked with somebody... Who's put him first? Yeah, he's never yeah. worked with a producer that had him on the the front, uh, you know, he, the front line. He's, he's always, always been, been yeah, just working with other. Like that's what I'm saying. Like Ty, man, one of the most biggest like letdowns. Because like I've been defending Ty since fucking Beach House Two and Beach House right. Three and Sign Language. Like I, I'm a Ty fan, but like how much how, how much longer can I defend horses been, in the stable? Like, a- see, but I think I think what it is is when you become a label nigga. And they got a formula, especially in the in the area where Ty flourish. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anybody that's even competition outside of Chris Brown. That's true. You know what I mean? When you got that poppy radio R and B, it's him or Trey songs. That's it. And I I don't even count Trey songs. Like he he a little hey, step hey, hey, down hey, from them. Do do no fuck with Trigger man. I'm not even trying to hate. But if we talking Chris Brown and Ty Dolla Sign. Them niggas up here and Trey <laughs> like right there. Like, he's not far. It's not a big gap, but he what? below him. You know what I'm saying? He below him. I agree. <laughs> Trey, I know y'all ain't listening to this 
listened to Trey's last album. I ain't gonna lie, but she was fire, bro. I ain't listen to Trey. I I have not listened to Trey's last album, so I don't know. She was fire, bro. She was gas. Look, I don't doubt that it's gas. I never heard it, but I don't doubt that it's gas. I'm saying when you make that kind of music, your goal is numbers. That's true. Stats wise, he not up on that Chris Brown, Ty Dolla Sign level. You think Ty doing numbers? I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Ty doing better than numbers. numbers. Please, it did better than Trey. I gotta Google. I need Elias. Stats. That's not me because I don't believe that. Ty's album was called Featuring Ty. Let's see. And what was Trey's last album called? Let's see. His last album was called Back Home. Let's see. Back Home Trey Song. I'm going to find this out real quick. Back Home Trey Songs. I don't know. This is going to be interesting. This is blasphemous because I'm I'm looking up Ty's sales right now. All right. I'm going to look up Trey while you do that. Let's see. Yes. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Because Elias need to come through with the stats. Ain't no way we putting him on a different pedestal. Come on now. Let's see what Trey album did on billboards. Let's see. Let's see. First week. Uh, Give me first week numbers. All right. I got you. I got you. Damn, Ty did bad. I know he did bad, bro. That's what I'm saying. That was a crazy ass comment you made, bro. First week sales. Let's see. All right, according to, uh, to according to Nielsen, uh, home, uh, home week figure, the majority did between uh, nineteen thousand. He did nineteen thousand between nineteen thousand and twenty four thousand. Hold on, let's see. First week, first week, yeah. All right, so Todd doubled this shit. Still was bad, but he doubled this Jesus, shit. That's what they do for their first week. R and B albums out here. No, don't say that. Don't say that. Cause other all niggas R and B albums. Well, cause yeah. some of the al- some of the R and B albums we consider like obviously we're not talking about like top tier niggas like the weekend and shit like that. But I'm saying like shit, party did better than these niggas, man. Yeah. Oof, damn. That's what I'm saying. Th- and that is number four. But that goes back to my point of how the if Ty Dolla Sign would go work with like a, a Teddy Riley, this yeah, nigga would the, sell over a hundred thousand albums. If you stuck in a label situation where you know is no get out for you, then I mean, why you want to do that? Yeah, you just putting out yeah. whatever till you can get out. I get right. that. And, and I think that's what Ty is where he stuck. If you that's what he doing, right, like, that he overrated because. Honestly, I heard this album and the music sound good, but it's but not it didn't hit. It just hit just going one ear out the other. It's not they don't have no substance to it. The shit and is let just me, let me say this. I'm, music. Reading, I'm reading here it say this the featuring Todd Dolla Sign album was his first project that debuted in the top 10. That's what I'm saying. And that's Overrated. surprising. That's surprising. That was the best numbers. Damn. That's the best that was numbers. His best album. Cause, cause Jeez. campaign didn't do that well. No, campaign was like one of the times where I was just like, all right, it may be time for us. That's what I'm saying. Campaign only had Zaddy and fucking the song with Future. Yeah. Uh, Free TC. As much as I love Free TC, that one didn't do that well. So like, I don't know, man. I expect more from Ty Dolla Sign. Like, you can't put out some of the songs that he put out and have the I voice like, like his. That's what I'm saying. No, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like Free TC might be the best one with. I figured Free TC would have been the best, you know, commercial. Reception wise, but it wasn't. Uh, album, but that's yeah, that's crazy. Nope. So that's what I'm saying. Ty overrated, but he needs to do something about that. Speaking of niggas and talking about errors and whatnot, this nigga Charlemagne the God said the Drake era was over. Said Drake can't get to another gear. Niggas out his mind. Niggas out his mind. How can you say the Drake era over? Who era is little bit little baby? Little baby can't carry an era rap. I'm sorry. What he was saying was. Oh, I you think about to, you no, about to pull was, a doom. You about no, to pull no, a doom no, and no, be no, like, no, this is no, what he was no, saying. No. Listen, he listen, listen. this. <laughs> I think it was, because I, I, I'm i a dark skin nigga. I can relate. That was bait. 
He is yeah, okay, Drake. Thank you. Because Drake didn't put nothing out this year because Drake's not stupid. Why am I putting out grade A shit when we're quarantining? Yeah. I can't tour. I can't sell I can't sell tour merch. Like, why would I do something like that? Like, I thought Drake did one of the smartest things this year. Like, you don't see Beyonce. You don't see the Jigga Man. None of these niggas that's top tier, they're not putting out albums, nigga. I'm not wasting a, a whole album on 2020. That's a fact. Yeah, see, I thought fact. Charlamagne was baiting too. That's what I thought. It's bait. It's bait, bro. I don't. Dude. I don't think it's that. Yeah, I, I knew it. I was, I I knew, I was, I I was telling you. I was telling you in a message. I really think what he was trying to say was Drake had a run from like the beginning, honestly, like <laughs> from two thousand nine to now, <laughs> where every album got increasingly better. Right. All right. And I think within the past couple albums, even though he playing at the highest level, like I honestly don't believe that there's any other artist putting out uh, just a complete quality body of work like Drake put out. But the past couple albums was kind of like... I'd say Scorpion was the first one that wasn't better than the last one. Yeah. Cause views, like when I go back and listen to views, not views was actually really good. I think we were horse on it. Views, is, they they all really good. Like that's the thing. All of his projects is really good. Like Scorpion's the worst one in my opinion. You start to see, you start to see like a plateau effect. You know what I'm saying? And right. he, when he brought up Kendrick, took that damn, and I know this is like super debatable, but I think that damn is Kendrick's most well-rounded body of work. You know oh, what I mean? All right, I thought you were going to say best. Well, well-rounded nah, is different from best. Not, well, nah, he's, nah, that was different. fire. You got to give my son do <laughs> Yeah, I got to give him from that, that one. Because like, well-rounded, well-rounded is different than best. Because I was about to say, I was it ready is. for him to it say, is. like, well, I was about to get on his ass. It is. He was about to good but, cat. But when you go, when you look at Kendrick as far as, like, nigga is rapping, getting to the shits. And he still had like the love joint with Zachariah, like the radio type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that was a well-rounded body of work. It was. And I wouldn't be mad at somebody if they said, damn, it's his best project. I have a question like, for y'all though. Is it not an issue? Is it, do y'all not find it's an issue that Kendrick's best project is his first one? I, th- I think that, I think that well, wholeheartedly. I think, but see, the thing is, what would that go against somebody saying that Drake's second project isn't his best one? But I or think the second that, but album, like, I mean, second album, not second project. But like, let me see how I'm gonna phrase this. I think it's an issue that this nigga hasn't done better than his first time, where it's arguable, nothing was the same to me as the that's the best. And, but now it's a debatable, now it's debatable that damn. You really think than, damn, you think damn yes, comes yes, close to good? Absolutely, year. absolutely, yes. We gonna have to run a poll because of what Doom said. Because what Doom said, it was well rounded. There was not, there wasn't a hit on Good Kid, Mad City that hit all the all of the demographics. Where's the love song? Where's the love song? The love song. Wait, I'm gonna give it to you. That's what I was getting at. I'm glad you said that. It's not a love song. We're not gonna talk about any justice. No. Yeah, that's. It's not a love song, bro. I see what he. After Doom made his point, I get it. I get it now. Dude made a great point. All right, I'll accept that. I'm saying that you wouldn't, you can't get mad at somebody because I agree with you. Like, Good Kid is his best project to me. But if somebody said that Damn was his best project, you can't get mad at that. All right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be like, yo, you out your fucking top. You know what I mean? That's the same thing with nothing but the same and, um, and, and take care. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a debate now. 
There wasn't yeah. a debate before. Before damn, there was no debate. I'm, yeah, I was about to say. I'm on your side, bro. Before damn, there was no debate. Good Kid, Mad City was his best project, and that was unanimous across the board with everyone. All right, I feel that. But, but now, but to see the, the, shorties, the, era, the shorties oh, love damn, bro. The shorties love damn. Yeah. I ain't gonna do you like. I ain't gonna let you have it. And that's know. a bag I, I didn't think Kendrick could, was going to be I could to I could agree with you, Doom, about the plateau thing with saying, like, Drake, the gear, he might not have another gear. I could what agree with Jigga that. What Man said? Jigga Man said, what's hiding number one? How do you get hiding number one? Exactly. You know what I mean? And that's my thing. How can that's you why say, I know Charlamagne is baiting him. How can you say the run is over? I feel like this is these old niggas. This is my conspiracy theory. I feel like all the old niggas know that if Drake lasts five more years at number one, it would be he go, unprecedented. He gonna pass up the Jigga Man record. That's a fact, nigga. Me and my dad argue about that every time I see him. I said, you know, it's coming close. It's coming close for my nigga to take it, take his run. Cause my pops, his argument always with Wayne was Wayne had maybe like a four five year run, and he always oh, hit five. me with he always hit me with Jay had ten plus, nigga. What's up, Jay had ten plus. And you I'm only like, think Wayne's run was four five? That's what he given. That's what he said, four five. And I could I could I could see how he said that, but like at number one, like at the oh, Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. At yeah, number his, one, it was four five. Was, okay. yeah. His yeah. peak. Okay. But like my pop said, Jay, Jay had like a 10-something run, and everybody, all the old heads know that. And I'm always like, yo, Drake about to pass him with the run. Yeah. What you gonna I say? mean, that's my conspiracy. I feel like niggas trying to, I feel like the media trying to take him down because they know in whole pocket. I, I don't think that's what Charlotte was getting at. It was more like we've seen the best of Drake already. He's still number one. Don't get me wrong. Like you, see, could, I don't you could know still about that either. It, it's kind of like it's kind of like if, because if I remember correctly, his quote was, "I'm not really excited or checking for the new Drake project." Yeah, he did say that because I feel like his run is over. It's kind of like like when Michael Jordan played for the Wizards. Niggas, oh, don't do that. Wait, 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 no, wait. No, 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 no. Hit me out. Hit me out. Hit me out. <laughs> Niggas still knew that Jordan was. Jordan, he's the greatest player to ever play the game. But you've already seen the best. But that nigga, not wait, wait, but wait, I could agree with that if we, if, but see, it that we don't have this album yet. But if this album comes out and it's not good, I'll agree with that. But you can't say this nigga Drake is Wizards Jordan yet. Like, well, no, nigga, still with the championship. Maybe, maybe, maybe that was a little bad because I. Yeah, that's a, that, that's a little like, bad. Drake. <laughs> Drake is still winning championships. <laughs> exactly. Right. He's still winning championships. Like he might be in the he might I be mean, in the second three peat right now. I can give you that. Like he yeah. might be in the like you know how Jordan wasn't the same of the first three peat. He might be in the yeah. second three peat right now. But I, I think I think at least what I was trying to get at with that is that we've already seen his best. The best of Drake. Right. We know that he's gonna still be good. He's gonna still be running the game. But I think when you talk about like niggas at it's music. It's hard to stay that hard, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Come on, look, Michael Jackson had to fall off. You know but what that Prince had to fall off. But it's that's hard. why I said if this nigga get five more years, it's unprecedented. Nobody ever done that before. It's him. That's that's real shit too. I think Drake really. I think he, he got like, it, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting. Ever, ever. That's what I'm waiting for, dude. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for what, five more years, and niggas not gonna be able to argue with me. Music, musically, Drake is not as talented as a Prince or Michael no. Jackson. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold, on, but, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We talking about just in frames of rap because technically, at number one, I don't think anybody's passing MJ. Oh, but I, but because yeah. he was number one for like twenty years. But was, in yeah. terms of rap. If he passes the ten year mark, because I think I, I get now what what uh what Doom's father was getting at, because I think 
It was something from the time. This is terrible. From the time that Tupac passed, the oh, next person that was number one was was Hope. So his run was probably like ninety eight to about two thousand and eight. And then we got once once uh, the Carter three dropped, he was consecutively number one for about five years. And then obviously that's when Drake broke through. It was like it's mine, nigga. Yeah. And now it's tens, right? You know, what all I'm the tens. And if but, he keeps it going, it would be unprecedented in rap. I don't know if it's something where he can take it across the board. But the thing is, but twenty thing about Drake is he got more records than the like Beatles he, and Mike. That's a fact. <laughs> Just that, saying that. And I feel like when you talk rap, I feel like he's already transcended what. Yeah, I agree with that too, Doom. Well, and, but the thing not, is, the streaming services transcended it. The tra- yeah, transcended that's, it. That's true too. Transcended. Transcended. Transcend it, yeah. I'm fucking that shit up. But if you could, could you believe if Michael Jackson? Oh yeah, no. If Michael streaming, it'd be it'd be crazy. And they were streaming. That would be nuts, bro. But the game has has you know has changed. So of course it's a little different, and the numbers are a little bit more inflated. Because like, yeah. If you think about it, at the same time, they would say the same thing about how like a lot of niggas went platinum that shouldn't went platinum. Yeah, because they was buying albums. But that's why I gotta give Drake his props because he don't do no bundle packages. My nigga never did no bundles. We not dropping merch with the album with the tickets. Damn. Nah, nigga, just get the just. Shots at Travis. I'm throwing shots at everybody, nigga. All your favorite rappers. Don't even get me started by that. I, nigga I, I Those are some that. of your favorite rappers too, bro. Damn. Now, now I'm talking about Pusher, nigga. The shade. The shade. It's nigga. dark outside, bro. <laughs> Go sell them shoes, nigga. Them, them ugly ass shoes. You and Kanye, nigga. Damn. Fucking guys. I was about to say a bad word. <laughs> Have y'all seen the latest ye- ye- Ugly. I'm gonna edit a picture in here. Them shits is ugly, nigga. Boo. Boo them shits. Fucking <laughs> ugly ass shits. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> bro, why is Eminem still dissing Machine Gun Kelly? Why? Bro, bro. All right. All right. All right. That nigga's Hold corny, on. bro. You know what it is? That's you know super corny. Machine Gun Kelly's a rock star, bro. That's the thing. That's the thing, right? The same way that I don't I don't talk shit about 50 still throwing jabs at Ja Rule because he ended Ja Rule's career. This nigga made Machine Gun Kelly switch genres. That's that, that's not true. It's unprecedented, bro. Come on, bro. How you diss a nigga to a whole nother art, a whole nother art, bro? Nigga start playing a guitar. <laughs> that is facts. How you that? Machine, I, I, I'm not that big of an Eminem fan, but he got this nigga playing a guitar on New Year's Rockin' Eve. Come on, bro. Machine doing like better than he ever did, bro. Machine killing it right now. That, that rock album was actually pretty good. But, you listen to it? Yeah, I listened to it. I had to go see what he was doing. I liked it. I thought he was bringing back a sound. I'm not going to even lie. He was bringing back that old alternative vibe. Got to give it to him. But you that early 2000s vibe? Yes, it does. All right, all right bet. Now I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. It's, it's good. Like, I'm not... It's good. I'm just being that. honest. It is good. Like, he switched it all up. But I still think Machine Gun killed him with that diss track. I st- that's why I think Eminem did it, because it's bugging him. It's bugging him. It is bugging him. him, bro, because, like, musically... He did do his thing. Like nigga said, your your, boy, your dad's a weird, your dad's weird or whatever. Let me pull up the Machine Gun Kelly lyrics. Right. That, the way that nigga ate that shit. I think I could play that shit right now because I don't think that's like a song. A- MGK went, he went crazy on his shit. But the fact is, it's just one of those things where, you know, because of. Oh, then nigga had to go on mute. Fuck her ass up real quick. But because of the fact that, um, the fact that it's, it's one of those things that like, even with black people, when we say, you know, 
Eminem's name. We we premise it with, I know the white boy is going to kill me. It's That's the true. same thing. If you step to M, you already know there's at least... 50 million white boys in this country that's going to step. So, like, MGK really, you know, he set his own funeral. He dug the grave, whatever you want to call it. He knew that he was going to have to, you know, jump into another bag after this. Because they wasn't going <laughs> to... They wasn't going to support him, I feel No, and kind of... I mean, you, I know y'all listened to that early MGK, and he was... His his you can tell his influence was Eminem one hundred percent yeah but so he like, that but he he pulled the Eminem in the rap disc that's what he right. said he said like everything you gonna say about me he pulled a, a B rabbit but the funniest bars is how that nigga started he said hey somebody grab him some clippers his fucking beard is weird <laughs> yeah that shit was hilarious that's some white that's people crazy. shit <laughs> that's crazy that's some white people shit to say his beard is weird oh shit but I just had to ask why what y'all thought. Why is M still dishing Machine Gun? Yeah, it's definitely eating at him that his mu- musically, he don't got it no more. Yeah, and there's nothing don't. wrong with not having it no more, bro. You're 50. That's it. That's my thing. Like, it's okay. Just go fall not back. Not everybody's going to be 50. I like, mean, I mean, not everybody's going to be Jay-Z. Yeah. Yeah, not everybody Jay-Z. You're not Snoop either, nigga. Just go sit your ass at home and, right. and make some money. That's all you got to do. And honestly, you got all the royalties, bro. Chill. And honestly, you should be more concerned with Shady Records because I don't know how y'all let Griselda go. Idiots. But that's a conversation for another story. Yeah, you shouldn't be hard. concerned about Machine Gun Kelly. You should be concerned about Shady Records and how right. y'all let securing uh, the bag. How y'all let be Benny the Butcher walk to uh, go to Rock Nation. That's right. what y'all should be concerned about. What are we fucking up at at this point? Exactly. One hundred percent. But that's all I got on that. All right, I got a couple like more little stories. Oh, my girl said a term that made me like laugh. She she, she said, do you know? She was, was talking about somebody. I'm not going to say their names, but she called them a pick-me bitch. And I was like, what the fuck is a pick-me bitch? You don't know what a pick-me bitch is? No. She I said, never heard a term. Either. Look, me neither go. She said, it's bitches that try so hard to do anything that you just pick them. Just so they think you cool and they willing to do anything. Just a pick-me bitch. I ain't right. never heard that you in my life. You never seen a pick-me bitch, bro? They be on Instagram and they post a picture of them cooking. Like, you may see them start in the room and the caption says, wife me. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's bitch, funny. I didn't even see the gumbo yet. All I see is the root. And you talk about wife, yo. Baby, can I see the can I see the finished product, my baby? Come on now. She tell me just the root. She talking about somebody need to buy me a house. Why you a house? I, I definitely know the type. I definitely I know the type. Y'all never heard the term it. pick me, bitch. Yeah. That's pick me, bitches. This, in the hood nigga term, that's what they be doing. It'll be like wife me. That's what it is yeah, in the Bronx. Yeah. It's like, oh, wife me. I'm like, damn, bitch, all you did was make a burger. Come that's back. how they That's how yeah. they put their picture like they're in a bikini and it's like, ooh, why am I not wife yet? Bitch, I need to see more than yes. some ass. Okay, see, look, <laughs> y'all, see, y'all know it? That's Those are them girls, bro. <laughs> Pick me bitches. That, that, that shit is hilarious. Yeah, dude, when my girl said that, dude, I was like, what the fuck is a pick me bitch? <laughs> yeah, that's wild. They be, that's wild. Women, women are harsher on each other than, than, than they like to admit, bro. Nah, like some real. of the stuff I be learning from my girl, I'm like, y'all just, y'all mean to each other, man. Y'all really are. That's wild. <laughs> These hoes out here is just, nah, they, they don't they like evil, each other. Bro. They evil, bro. Like, that's a fact. Me, I've been doing this, this, you know, I've been on this, uh, this, this, this voyage, this, this life quest. <laughs> Take it as you will, you know what I'm saying? And um, they they not going, they may see this. I really don't give a fuck. I've been uh, exploiting the single moms realm. <laughs> and I've realized that a lot of these single moms pick me bitches. Oh, for sure. Wait, wait, time out. Time out. Once you're a mom and you're single, 
Oh, you're definitely a pick me, bitch. <laughs> like eighty so like, percent of them is single moms. That's a fact. Sure. Yo, here I am. You see me, Pino Grigio, cool. <laughs> With my daughter yelling at me, you feel me? <laughs> and you they thirsty, my friends. You feel me? I know. I be getting crazy, bro. They see me change a diaper and they draws as wet. And I'm like, yeah, you see me, yeah. That <laughs> the game changed once they a single mom. They, That's they a start fact. Attracted to different shit. And it's easier. It's so easy just to pull a and, single mom. And, but that's the thing with this, with the, with the pick me bitches is that they easy, bro. Just give them a little attention. You know what I'm saying? You gotta water the flowers, baby. Come outside, water the flowers. Give them that that uh, what's that thing that they say our generation needs? Uh, uh affirmation or oh, yeah, give them some words of affirmation. That's me. Yeah, I, I love, give I love some words of affirmation. I need, and that. that's it, bro. That's you better it. tell me you love me. <laughs> Put a bow on it, baby. They done. That's shit. You know what I mean? Mm, that's shit, oh, bro. Shit. Take it out the oven. It's cooked. You know what I mean? They don't need no more time, bro. So I get to pick me bitches, but like I'm telling you, these single moms, bro, they be ruthless. Like I be hearing them talk about each other, and I'm like, y'all mean? Yeah, y'all mean? You don't even know. <laughs> they they so mean, but that's all I really got this week. I just wanted to finish on pick me bitches. This was a good one. We, we we went on a good good little good little tangents here and there. All right, Doom, tell the people they can find you on social media, man. Hello, Doom SJ Instagram and Twitter, man. Y'all fuck with me. Y'all go follow my nigga Doom, man. Brooklyn, tell the people they can find you at, bro. All the single mamas can find me at where Brooklyn at. That's Brooklyn with a Q, not a K, baby. That's for marketing purposes. All at me and there. You see the vibes. We got the wine, baby. What's up? Y'all can stop me for my Spanish bitches. You know what I mean? We are are not trying to get sued. Boy, wait. If this episode... I'm not going to say much because I don't want Doom to get get stressed. But if y'all could have saw our group chat today... Oh, we was on one. Oh, we, we was on one today. <laughs> That's why this pod fire today. We was yeah, on real one. Shit. Real <laughs> shit. Dude, and I, hey, I don't, I don't came to the conclusion. We need B to be drinking something every every week, every, <laughs> every week, episode, bro. every fucking week. The bro. first episode is when he had that damn Michelob. I was like, my guy's going crazy today. Wine, he done reached a new level, bro. We need him drinking something every pot. My that's dude. why I be trying to drink the beer because when I'm drinking the wine, I be on some other shit. Bro. No, that's the way. Bro. I like the energy, bro. I ain't even put it back in the fridge, nigga. I ain't put it back in the fridge. I just kept it right here, kept pouring. For what? Why? I like do do rag doom and drunk Brooklyn, man. I tell you, they they <laughs> run this shit, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the guys. Oh shit! Wait, I'm gonna just tell y'all one saying Doom said to me today that blew my bro. Mind. That shit had us. Doom dead. said this girl gotta be sucking sucking a bowling ball through a fucking straw. <laughs> That's crazy head game, bro. That's what I'm saying. Bro. That is an unprecedented head game. <laughs> I'm saying, bro. Some I, where they do that at? <laughs> where they do that at? It got oh, a bar. It got a bro. I wish we could explain the full situation. Trump, look, I'm saying, I'm saying, look, if y'all pay us on page, if we start a Patreon and y'all pay us, we'll post all our group chat comments. Real shit. That's where all the funny shit happened. <laughs> y'all just gotta pay us. That's all. Y'all can pay us and we'll tell y'all. Oh, shit, because this shit is hilarious. But with that being said, let's get into the old Spanish interview. We got the song of the week with old Spanish right now. Let's get into that. Old Spanish. Now. 
I now, I'm here to take your lunch and punch your eye out. The game is fucked up, I came to save it. I cloud pipe down Mario, riding through your barrio. You say that you the hardest, but are you though? Look, I don't argue, bro. I'm here to fuck the party up. Bacardi in my particles on. We at the top, you at the bottom. Whole barnacles, I've been the boss, whatever cost. Holy shit, had a cost, Sarate. Bet you didn't know that I knew karate. Dare I say, yeah, she got an ass on her like Sarah Palin. And there he go again, like a monthly payment. I'm hard to understand like a tough equation And I don't really give a fuck if you love or hate me It ain't complicated No And I don't really give a shit like I'm constipated Fuck a terror, shot the sheriff, bitch, I'm terrifying This the end of your life, here's your marriage license And I'm as nice as ISIS to white kids, okay And I'm just tired of these white hoes that do cocaine I ain't never writing typos, I brought the heat I made this from scratch, you just typed a B Woke the beast, uh, bitch, I'm coming for the crown like Yzma, 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 pour up Tika, eat the be like pizza, it's a movie, instant noodles with my dudes and poodles, if you hurt your culo, let me take you to Pluto, magic, no Alice Russo, ain't no talking if you broke, and I ain't talking to you, bro, brought that girl, brought that you know, roll a woman, that's who knows, smoke some shit, that's segundo, I got that sweet guy, that's who coast, want a feature, I suppose, gotta kiss my fucking toes, run shit like sick and cold, shake your ass like Mr. Cole, tie skirt, Mr. Turn, her shirt, make it burn, and I really wanted to form with the ice cream, but that's really boring. That's a piping. I just need I meat and Irene and a pack of those that I can smoke with irony. Bitch, I'm looking real clean, so brighty. And I brought the tech like IT. Bet I do the right thing, Spike Lee. I think the fit, I spiked it. Start the clock, you not as hot, but I'm clock. Yeah, I got the cheat, no time I got. Bitch, I spit it ill, guacala. And she got the ass, she squat a lot. Not a die, finna pop with the pop. No Jimmy, I hit the dream shake when I see when I hit she fucking with me. She already show me the easel. So did she from the city like sushi and sour diesel? Hold up, wait up, you better get your cake up. We been wildin' in the islands, take the little makeup. Yuck, yuck, the border troop. We dog like rough, rough, no mama do. Like the newspapers. Yeah, dude, let me rap, fuck. I just had to check, dog. That's crazy, bro. Like, who even makes Marmaduke references anymore? I'm tough, ultimate fighter, don't call me Forrest Griffin I tell my story to bitches and give them Scotty Pippen Spit any sentences, my literature get recognition Litigate alliteration, I wish you take me serious Smoking repeat and re-up and then I beat up the boot Run it, I'm cheetah, uh Run it, Adidas, I'm charging you by the hour My features run on the meter, Vegeta with all this power right bang now. I slang gang, it's 4-5 till I die Bitch. I'm with the fellas in Texas, I swear it's suicide Bitch. And you could tell it's some original shit It's fucking pitiful, I feel like a villain when I feel Be the juice, be the juice, one more time, let me loose I'm a dog, I'm the truth, I'm a dog, kiss the shoot Set me off, let me go, I'ma take it to the roof I'ma take it to the moon, I'ma show them what I show I'ma show what it do Give me, give me, I'ma go Gotta get it, gotta get it Bitch, I'm litty like a loony You don't get it, I ain't human I ain't moving if I don't sit like I got it And I don't sit like I'm chillin' I don't want no fucking pride Sippin' a fifth of the whiskey With some Red Bull in it This bottle got me so shitty I'm finished I'm tryna get up in that pretty little bitch It look riches Send me spit It got an impediment I'm rocky, I'm sediment I'm cocky, that's why the chicks say all like me I'm in this bitch and I'm spicy Your bitch, she callin' me Taki Your bitch, she callin' me Poppy Your bitch, she callin' me Tacky Fuckin' she callin' Let me daddy walk in this bitch in some khakis I'm on a business trip like where the cash be Party hard, please call me Gatsby 
Molio. I took him in the stool so well, you would've thought I'm Creole. She lost like Nemo, I'm boss like CO. I mean CEO, you bite 3PO. She like to sip the vino, I like to sip whatever long as she can deep throw. Long as she can deep throw. If the brain nice, she get a Pico. As long as she can deep throw. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this week's special guest is none other than the BR hip hop artist legend. Dude is moving old Spanish. Also, we got some guests. We got, look, feature king of 2020. We got the boy Mirko Hendrix in the building. And then in the backdrop, we got Puka Brasi. What is, what, is, what is up, old Spanish? How are you doing, man? Long time no talk. I, last time I talked to you was in 2019. How, how are you doing? I think so, like the beginning of 2019. I feel like we've both progressed a lot in our ventures. You know what I'm saying? You yes. Got a long way. And I guess I've done, I, in the past month, I feel like I've finally done some stuff. But I'm doing great, dog. How are you doing? I'm doing well. But I think it was all leading up to what had happened these past two months. Because you finished the year, like, strong. You dropped two bombs on us. We got Old Spanish and Friends 2. And then we got uh, Peter's, Peter's Songs, I think. I think it's called Peter. Yeah, no, wait, wait. Yeah, Peter's house. There we go. And we got Peter's house. Also, it's labeled under pop. Why, why'd you do that? That's my first question. Why is it under pop on my Apple Music? So if you listen uh, through it all the way, there's not, it's not really, uh, there's, there's a lot of rapping, but well, I mean, I got a song with him that sounds like an 80s disco song. Not 80s disco. What would you classify that genre? Like? Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, right. It's I like, it like late 80s. Late yeah, it's like late. I mean, I'd say like when I wrote it in my head, I was trying to be Michael Jackson as much as I did. Yeah, shit, shit. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And, uh, and uh, there's another song called Wishlist on it that's just kind of, it's more poppy than really, really rap, you know what I'm saying? And ra- and pop really has a very broad um, spectrum. It's just you know? popular, but I was just, I was just interested. Pop, yeah. Why, yeah, shit, I, shit. I was just very interested why you did that. But before I even get to any, any of the stuff, because we're going to talk about how you've been as like a person, but yo, I got to ask you because it's so like, so fresh in my head. And when I hear you, you fall under the family tree of this artist, in my opinion. And rest in peace to the legend MF Doom. But how did that affect you? Because, like, you fall under that family tree. I cried. Anybody else cried? I don't know if anybody... Did you... Did, Puka, did you cry, Merkel? Did you cry? I know MF Doom probably wasn't, like, too much of a lie, man. I, I've never heard an MF Doom song. Okay. See... I respect per- the honesty. Yeah, yeah. Not, not everybody. I mean, you can't expect Never, everybody I mean, I to know. Now. Like after I found out he passed, Gosha has been posting him so much. Some stuff and great artists, but yeah. I never listened to him before. Gosha has been posting his shit like every day now, on a story. Yeah. yeah. Nah. You know the hard thing. I hate to be that guy when an artist dies. You know, like you know the spotlight always rises. Like they gain like two million followers and they, and they become like this this icon, this legend when they might have not been as well known. Yeah. And I feel like he had a, a huge spotlight in the hip hop community, but it's just not a spotlight that I, I saw that I was aware of. Yeah, shit, yeah. I mean, there's different kinds of, there's, there's an like unsurmountable amount of rap subgenres. You know what I'm saying? There's just an incredible amount of like, you know, different styles, bro. And there's just, it's impossible to expect everybody to listen to the same thing. Oh, for sure. I mean, I live in VR, dog. I never, I'd never listen to Boosie, dog. Like, ever. One <laughs> Look. Look. The fact that Boosie, Cardi B, Frank Ocean, and Earl are in the same music category when it comes to awards is absolutely ridiculous. It's, it's asinine. It is fucking asinine. That's been like a Twitter, like that has recently been like a thing, right? Like Wait. Same. How all these rap, how they just categorize rap as just rap. 
Oh, yeah. And like, it's it's ridiculous because if you look at it, how do you how do you classify St. John? Like, what is St. John? Is St. John an R&B artist? Is St. John a hip hop artist? Is St. John a rock star? Like, what do you classify Playboy Cardi as? How can you say Playboy Cardi makes the same the same category as music as Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist? He's Playboy Cardi's closer to like scatting jazz than rap, if anything. Mm-hmm. And then you throw the rock in there, it's like, dude's not a rapper. No, no way. You're right. So yeah, I just I just was curious to see what you thought about thought about Doom's passing, just because I know when I hear your style, it just falls under the influence of the Doom Earl Earl family tree. Yeah, you know, I posted this on Instagram. Oh, I said Yeah, he always says that. But I, I mean I posted on Instagram the other day. You know, no MF Doom, no Earl, no Peter. That's why I asked. Yeah, I saw that. And it 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 makes so much sense, especially, yo, I think I gotta say, I think Old Spanish and Friends 2 is the best project I've heard from you. That project's fucking amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. And and in in a year of of a pandemic where we're not going to clubs, we're not going to parties. It's music that I need to drive to. It's music that I can play in the house, clean my house, like, and just chill and vibe and have good, like, lo-fi quality with just bang-ass raps going. This is one of the projects that I couldn't get some of your lyrics down all the time. Because, like, you got to listen to it two and three times. I need to post the lyrics, though, because people... I, I remember uh, months ago sending a song to this dude in Tennessee, and he told me every single time he listened to it, he, he sent me another bar. He said, holy shit, I didn't catch that until, until now. You know? but no, 100%. I didn't think about that either. The fact that people haven't been clubbing and I don't club, so there's no way I'm gonna make clubbing music. You know, <laughs> I know you don't club. I follow your ass on IG. You just you 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 living like me, introvert lifestyle with your girl making music and just working. Yeah, man, I just love my crib, dog. I can't remember the past in the past eight years. The last time I didn't sleep in my bed willingly. You know what I'm saying? Or like, I hate that shit. I hate just falling asleep at someone else's house, like at a party. I gotta get home. Yeah, man. And if it's a party that doesn't have somewhere to sit, I ain't fucking with it. And the most we go out is shit performing. To do shows. Yeah, to do shows. And as soon as we're done performing, dog, I know sometimes it's a courtesy to stay and watch the other people, dog. for an hour or so. But I something that's not behind. why I literally throw the festival because, like, I go there to work and then listen to the music that I want to listen to. And then when it's over, I'm like, sweet. Time to dip. How has that been in 2020, being that? I know y'all have had like a couple shows here and there, but how has it been not performing like every weekend like y'all are accustomed to? Honestly, I'm used to that shit now, man. Like I'm not even expecting performances anymore, really. I might be working on like one show where I perform the album and um, kind of like a goodbye to that kind of, you know, and start working on my other shit. But performing hasn't really been on my mind. Sometimes I see people performing and I like, think about it. I'm like, oh, that, should, that shit will be fun again, but... I'm just really focused on the content, you know. Con- Have you ever thought about live, like doing the IG Twitch concert for the album? Man, ain't nobody watching no IG. <laughs> Fuck. The right. only times people watch IG live, like music performances, is on accident when they go. Ugh. Or if it's like a fucking famous. Person. Yeah, when it's a famous person. But even then, man, I don't know. Like, I don't fuck with. I, I don't fuck with the famous people doing that shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm performing a whole fucking album for five people. Yeah, dog, I ain't trying to... And plus, the quality is not going to be there. I ain't trying to be seen on one angle. Like, dog, I need angles, bro. You watch porn? Porn is all <laughs> angles. Like, and that's cinematography. That's not even nothing sexual, man. That's just, you know... you. Watch oh, he's it. right. It doesn't matter what they look like or what happens. Like, even movies. Movies win best picture. It's not what the fuck happened. It's what the fuck that shit... I'm sorry, I keep cursing. It's what it looks like, you know? Bro, I don't give a fuck. 
What about angles? And I ain't not, I'm not about to perform. I know ain't nobody want to know IGTV live like awards. You know? <laughs> no, I feel that. Hey, no 1,000%. Well, are we going to get visuals for this one? Because I feel like this could be a very like good time to get some, some uh, old Spanish videos for, for old Spanish and friends too. So the plan actually, I might as well just tell you, um, the plan is to right now just focus on production on other people's shit. I really want to start pushing other artists. I really want to start producing like whole projects for people and uh, just to make people's, you know, get their own Visions. sound. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Actually make things come to fruition instead of just holding shit and then, you know, getting beats off the internet and like not really making something that sounds consistent and cohesive and like their sound. You know what I'm saying? Apart from that, I really do just visuals, dog. Like once we get the ball rolling on the visuals, I'm just trying to knock them bitches out, release all them hoes, then do a show, and then just start working on a solo album. Like, Fuck yeah. There's Buku videos by Mirko Hendrix, and they're all going to be by Mirko Hendrix. Ain't nobody touching this. Burnout, baby. Burnout visuals with a V. Wait, I'm so happy he's here. You, Mirko, you're here. Feature year, feature king. And then on top of it, you've been on your director vibe. How has that been? Like, talk to me about that. And like, What's it been like directing videos? Because I've seen you direct like a lot of shit. You've been holding your camera. I saw you take pictures for uh Maddie Swan. Shout out to her. Super, super dope. But yeah, what, what has that been like getting on your your other, like tapping into that other creative lane? Man, I just, I think it's always I'm, the reverb. <laughs> Y'all are crazy with this reverb. <laughs> While you talk, I'm going to give you auto-tune. So no, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, so since I, uh, Ever since I met Peter, I was always, always preached, man, it's good to have another foot in the door. You know, feet. No, I don't put feet in the door, I put a foot in the door. Um, but, yeah, and, um, so man, I, I, I was in the acting, da da da, all that, and then uh, the, the virus hit, man, I had some money saved up. We weren't doing shows no more, and I was like, fuck, I need to make some money. Didn't want to get a nine to five. I was like, fuck, I'm gonna buy a camera. Started doing photo shoots. Um, didn't really want to shoot videos. I only wanted to do photography, um, live shows and shit like that. And then uh, I ended up shooting a video for Peter and it came out pretty nice. And I was like, all right, well, I'm, I'm gonna keep doing this. And people started hitting me up, man. And uh, I ended up starting to like direct to, uh, I started directing shit for Peter, like uh, just a couple videos here and there, just like go here, go there. And I started really getting in my vibes. So people started hitting me up to conceptualize, man. And um, it's just kind of taken off since then, really this month. like. I shot maybe three videos, maybe four, um, before December, and then I've shot Fuck yeah, I've shot six this month. Yeah, so Fuck yeah. Yeah, so it's like it's like really taking off. The man, like baby. My work my workload is full right now. Put five. I'm editing. I'm editing like four videos right now, and I'm shooting two more next week. So it's it's rolling, man. 2020 is a year for that. For sure. I mean, 2021. Sorry. Fuck yeah. For sure, yeah. And and I want to get both of y'all's take on this. It sounds like that even though 2020 was the shit year for everybody, it's it's like it's like what I've been saying on this pod. Like people will find a way. If you are create like this is the time where if you're not good at what you do, you will get exposed. But if you are talented, your talents have, will shine through this year. And we're seeing like the really creative people push forward and put out dope shit. Like I want to get both of y'all's take. I'll start off with you, old Spanish. Like, how do you feel about that? Because you proved that this year. Like I said, like I told you, it's not club music that people are trying to hear. It's intellectual, conceptual shit. It's, it's that old school rap and that's coming back. So like, how does it feel being that in a year where 
I guess was the word, the sensationalism, the the doing things for clout isn't as important because everybody's in their house and now people can really see talent for what it is. So you're a good ass interviewer, right? Whatever I tell you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never really thought about the fact that it really affected the way people were putting out music. You know what I'm saying? Because you know me, I really, I, you know, I notice people, you know, I'll be, be peeping shit, but to me, my life was going to continue to be the same regardless. You know what I'm saying? I only, yeah, go, yeah, I, I only yeah. go about five places and same thing with, you know, I'm sure a lot of people. Um, and I guess the music was going to be made anyways, but the fact that, like you said, a lot of people were expecting artists to release shit. I guess nobody really did unless they were really, you know, showing their shit. So yeah. whenever I did decide to drop, drop whatever, um, I don't know, man. It didn't really, like, again, my life wouldn't have been different. I don't know. But it was fun to, like, put it together. See, I don't, I don't even know how to answer that question, bro. You, you came at me sideways, dog. That's a good-ass question, bro. I, but I think, you, I think you answered it right, because that's kind of how, that's kind of what was going in my head, too. Like, I, I almost said it a minute ago, the corona for, for us, like, everything shutting down, it kind of didn't really change anything for, for how we live our life. So it didn't affect us negatively or not even really positively. It was just like, it was just we're another doing struggle. The, we're doing the same old shit. Yeah. yeah. It was gonna be the a same struggle. old shit. Yeah. So we're just living the same life. Like, so maybe it seemed like we're working harder and our work ethic is better because it is affecting other people. I think it yeah. just didn't really have an effect on us at all. We just kept it going. If you, if you look back, we're not hustling much harder than we were a year ago. We're hustling just as hard. Just exactly. a, lot of other people, a lot of other people ain't hustling hard right now. Yeah. And also, I've never released, like you said, you like really like this project. It really was my first, like, quality, quality project that I could push and that could get people's attention. You know what I'm saying? I guess I was just lucky. Lucky time, good time, you know? Hey, but, it works out for a reason. And then when you get to this project, like like we're saying, it's one of the best you dropped. Did you, did you produce all of this? Uh, yeah, so Old Spanish and Friends 2, I produced everything except the trombone on the second song on Plain Old Me. Got and, you. The song Quiet Place, my brother produced, and then the last song, a bunch of rappers, Jared produced. But other than that, I produced everything. I only used, I think only two songs had samples, and then the rest was just guitar, trumpet, bass guitar. I had to sell my bass guitar, unfortunately, right after the album, but I held off long enough to, you know, drop it. How, 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 dip, let me see how I want to phrase this. How important is it for you to be the architect to your music and be your sound? And, and I know, I feel like, it, the answer is going to be closely aligned to what we were talking about earlier, how you want to architect other people's EP and do that type of stuff for other people. How important is it to see you execute it for yourself and then put that vision going forward for others? I don't know, man. I think I've always, I learned this about myself recently too, that it's kind of a bad thing. I guess a good thing. Sometimes I really like to be in control of like my situation, you know? So, which is the reason why I always like to sleep in my bed and, you know, I've always produced for myself, which is crazy that I'm literally like allowing, you know, somebody to record all my videos, you know what I'm saying? Like trusting them to do all of them, you know? But I started producing, recording and writing in the same day in high school, right? So it's always been, it's always been that, right? And I've never really been too keen on like looking for beats or anything. And I've always enjoyed uh, getting better at everything at once. You know what I'm saying? I know if I would have picked one rap producing or engineering, I would have been really good at one of them by now. You know what I'm saying? But I decided to do all three of them and it's just always been that way. 
And same reason why I record myself, same reason why you know I don't leave my crib. I just really like to be in control. Know, I, yeah, I have a vision for it. And I really don't even have a vision. I just like, I don't know, man. I just I just decided to start producing and recording at the same time, man. But you know. you know how, like, whether you say you have a vision or you're not, you do because you know how you want your stuff to sound. And if it doesn't sound like that, it's going to bother you. Yeah, exactly. And also, I've just really always been keen on, like, making my own sound too. You know, like, I want to be Dre and Eminem at the same time. You know, I want to... I want people to also notice the progression from the writing to the producing and everything. You know what I'm saying? No, 100%. Yeah. And it's noticeable on this one. It it is 100% noticeable. Why'd you choose all the features you chose? Because there's a, there's a feature on every song, but it's not, but it's not detrimental to the project of hearing your story and your message. Yeah, exactly, man. That's why it's it's called Old Spanish and French too. You know what I'm saying? It's all the, all the people that I wanted to make music with. And Peter's house was, I'm just on two songs. I'm just on the first song, no feature. Then, then I'm on the last song on the second verse and the hook. But in between the first and the last song on Peter's house, it's just me producing and then everybody's got their own song. You know what I'm saying? It's because he can't write two verses. It's because I can't write two verses. That is literally why. That's why Peter, oh, Spanish and French do happen because I can't write two verses. Even for the song Playboy, which is, I, I produce it as a sample and Corbin's on it, Cobain's on it, right? He does the whole song and then I have one, two lines at the end. I tried writing more, I couldn't. So whatever, I'm gonna just drop it like that. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. Fuck and shout it. out to Cobain because he killed that shit. And he yeah. he's dropping some fire right now. Let me just say, yeah. the I'm click, Code Forty Five, y'all are dropping y'all are dropping some fire right now. Every one of y'all, it's it's sounding and, good. And Cosmos, I don't know if you know, uh, Cosmo, the keyboard player, he's dropped, he's starting to drop some shit. He finally came to the studio the other Fuck day. Fuck yeah! Finally recorded some hooks, and he's finally like, finally, son, we've literally been so adamant about it. Put like, dude, fucking, you have a studio. You know what I'm saying? You have a studio here. Run it, and he's finally. Finally doing it. So yeah, we're about to start driving some shit, dog. It's gonna be a good thing. I'm excited. How, how important is it to you and, and Mirko? You can answer this too. How important is it f- to y'all to see the people that y'all work with and the people you have close relationships go on this journey with you, old Spanish, with you, Mirko? And how does it feel that like if y'all make it at the same time? Like how how important is it for you for y'all to be like if when I make it, I'm bringing the boys up and vice versa? Okay, so. Fuck them. I'm <laughs> Man, as soon as I get signed, I'm out this bitch. No, I'm joking. Okay, but on a serious note, my their success is my success and vice versa. I feel, you know, I think it's a mutual thing. And that's with all of Bandaroof. That's with people I haven't recorded with. That's with Puka. That's with shit. People I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I don't know. It's a community. You know what I'm saying? Just like I'm sure there's, you know, a video game community. There's people who do play tennis together. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. This is, I can have, I have a friend now in California who I'm doing songs with now. You know what I'm saying? Like, does out of the sheer fact that we make music, we understand each other's plight, you know? So our downfalls are our downfalls, our, you know, our successes, our success, man. And that's just, I don't know. I've always, I think, I'm just always been, a, you know, I love my family and everything too. And Mirko, like everybody that I work with, I know has, you know, series, like they love, they love their family and shit, man. That's like, how you drop that bar on, on, you drop that bar where if you don't fuck with your mama, I can't fuck with you. If you're not calling your mother, I don't, I don't fuck with yeah. you. Even if, even if you have problems with your mother, it's just the fact that you still like realize that, you know, I don't know, man. I just, no, I, I get it. In the past few years, you know, there's been like loss and shit and like my family has just gotten really close, dog. And like, it's important in these times. And I think that's something that this year showed a lot of people as well. Yeah, man. And you never know, dog. This world is so uncertain, bro. Like things, even before Rona, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's a fact. Anything can happen at a drop of a dime. Miracle, how is it important for you to 
to do it with your do it with the homies and do it with the click. Oh man, right now I'm really I'm really loving the work ethic of Corbin uh, Cobain. Cobain and I always do this because <laughs> such a I, similar I get to be lazy because I'm a part of the group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you doing shit, dog? You cultivating no, that fucking no, skill, bro? Really, man. I, I um, I, I fucking like he said, man. I fucking yeah, my success is theirs. Theirs is mine, man. We're a group and it's, we're really in it together. I didn't get to. I was kind of. I wasn't ready to answer when you asked me the uh, the the camera question, but uh, one of the other one of the main reasons I got the camera too was because me and Peter were talking about, man, we need to shoot more videos. But uh, music videos are three to five. Expensive, yeah. Bitches pricey, We don't work nine to fives, you know. We we, we hustling, you know. So I can't spend five hundred on a video. So we were like. Well, let's just get a fucking camera and do it in-house. Try to make everything in-house. And then he got the nicest, that, that man, I look so good in that camera, dog. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, sum it up, just like he said, man, it's, it's, I, just, I love to see him win because if they win, I win. If I win, they win. 100%. All right, let me. I got. I got a couple bars I wrote down. I want to ask you about just cause. Oh, you spit, dog. You spit. No, you know, just, I you I I used to, but like not no more. No, that, that that's over with. But uh, of course, song. Come make a song for free. Yo, look, I I'll send you my old tracks. You can let you can let me know what you think. I'll send them no, to you. They're still out on SoundCloud. Fresh music, let's do it. Uh, Fred, bet I'll give you one. I'll give you. I'll give you a Lin verse. I'll give you one. Yeah, yeah. You never know. It might be on Old Spanish and Friends Three. Maybe who knows? But all right. So I got a, I got a bar. Is uh, you said you you said uh, you don't care if they love if they love or they hate you. Is that true? Because I feel like every artist says that, but like they ca- we care at the end of the day. Oh, he really doesn't. No, <laughs> he cares if they, he loves when they love him. Yeah, if they hate him. He loves that too. I love it, he bro. Just, he, end, so, I mean, he he just loves it all. He cares, but he just loves it all. Yeah, man. There's so many people. Like, I ain't gonna please everybody, dog. And I know I don't make the kind of music for everybody. So, man, and there's there's people who are only a handful of people. <laughs> there's only the a- most confrontational person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot where I was going. What was the question again? Just about how do you care if, because uh, you said you, you don't care if oh, they yeah. love or they hate you. Okay. Yeah, so there's like a handful of people that are like true, true fans, you know, they're not even local. There's a hand, like maybe two, three people locally that are like true fans that aren't uh, artists themselves, you know? And there's a handful of people across the world, you know, like five, you know, not even that many that are few that told me that my music speaks to them. You know what I'm saying? Like they love it, man. There's a whole world out there, dog. I don't give a fuck about some people in Baton Rouge if they don't like my shit, you know, or anywhere, you know, there's fuck yeah, whatever, you know, I don't like, I didn't like Kendrick at one point. I didn't like Drake at one point. Who cares? You know? Yeah. You only care about the love. You like you only care about the people that's fucking with you. You know, it doesn't matter about the other side. Yeah, I'm gonna do it regardless, and I'm gonna keep trying to make shit that's gonna you know get other people's attention and everything. And that's the whole purpose of you know naming a pop album. You know, or I can't sing for shit, but I I know I can produce for other kind of genres. You know, I'm just in it to make some tunes, man. We're just making tunes. One hundred percent. Also, I need more reverb. Why did you say? Why are you going bang that dude's that dude's mom and end up in her in the mother's will? Why are you trying to end up in somebody's mama's will, dog? What's wrong with you? Because I have bills. That's a bar, and it's hilarious. <laughs> it is. That's why I wrote that shit down. That was yeah, like that's one of my favorite. When I wrote that, actually, who so doesn't want to be a sugar baby? Who doesn't want to be a sugar baby? That's, that sex is the thing. Only women can be sugar babies, dog. But you know, I got a girl, and I'm happy with her. As long as you know, I'll even be a sugar baby to a dude. As long as you don't touch me, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> 
look at me. Look at me. Er, this nigga is stupid, bro. He can touch me. He can touch me. I don't know what you're Yeah, how much money are we talking about? I don't know. I'm open to everything. I think when I think we move on, it's about to get. It's about to get real weird. Are we doing it? Well, look, if there's any old men that's looking for a young Latino man to, you know, spend time with him, Peter's down to be the sugar baby. I'm in his corner. Okay. The question. So that 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 bar actually was. Let me step back from the microphone. Okay. So I usually don't take old bars from old songs. I usually write a song if I don't like it, I leave it, and I never use that bar again. But that bar right there was actually like six months old, and then I just had that one bar, and then I was writing a song, and I was like, man, let me say some stupid shit. And I was like, I remember that verse. I'm like, let me go off that. But that was just one bar that I remembered, and then I kept it going. But I thought that shit was hilarious, dude. It was. I bust out laughing. Like, that's why I say I gotta, when I listen to your project, is I gotta listen to it two, three, four times. Like, I I, I haven't ingested all the amazing bars in it, because I'm still, I'm still that, listening to it. That song, and Guacala, the one with Mirko, is, I just say the, I, I think I say the one shit. I love you do. it. Things. One of my favorite songs has to be track six, Krakatoa. That song is fucking hard. Yeah, that's, that's, my that's, uh, that's, that's that song. song. That's that song that you're talking about. Okay, that's, that's that. Okay, bet, bet. I love, I love that fucking song. So whenever you asked about how I got the features on there, um, I was actually, I didn't know who I wanted on the song, right? And then Mirko suggested as a Lile, uh, and he's this beautiful gentleman who comes to the studio and record and. I asked him, to, you know, Mirko was like, get him on there. He, and then he got, he got on there and we were like. Is that the dude with like the British, like, cause you have some dude with like some old Af- English, like British accent. He's South, South African. Yeah, it's a Leland Debella. Bad. He's on the album. He's on the, he's the, he's on the shirt and everything, dog. You know what I'm saying? He called, he's about to drop an album too. He's about to drop an album. Uh, that's the dude I'm about to shoot a video for. Yeah, he's about to shoot a video for him. Fuck you know? yeah. We're all intertwined, dog. You know what I'm saying? Every, you know, small world, even smaller in the rap community. We're all, we're all in this shit. Talk to me about introing it with Spigot. I think the way you like did rhyme schemes on Spigot, and that was just a great way to start the album. How did I pick it? Um, I think I was gonna actually gonna do Plain on Me first, but then I don't know what made me decide to do Spigot first. I think it's because it was the like the video single, you know. I'm like, man, might as well start off with that bitch. And yeah, that's it. Oh, and also I put my mom's uh, voicemail or I put my mom's voice like in the very beginning, so I figured it was a very good like just introduction track, and it was. It was a good way to, you know, if people listen to the album, they listen to the first song, that pretty much says it all, you know? 100%. It's a great way to start it. And I think you, you choose from a great way to start it and then a great way to end it with, like, a cypher. Yeah, shit, yeah. Shit, yeah. I love that song. That's a good song. My verse on I'm not going to lie, it's one of my favorite verses. We were in that visual here. We're, like, in here. Everybody was in here when we were writing it. And I was just, like, pacing back and forth. I was like, oh, I'm so excited. Was it, was it like, yo, I got to be better. I, I got to kill these dudes. Like, I'm not about to let these dudes kill me on this track. Oh no! I, everybody, everybody was on their shit that night, and that shit was crazy. That was so fun. Who was? a bunch of rappers. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody, literally, yeah, in here, I hate dog. My verse on there. You hate your verse on there? Yeah. Wait, I didn't tell you this the other day. This dude hit me up, and he gave me an analysis of all my songs—not all my songs, but all the ones he heard—and he said that you had the best verse on that song. Okay. I will show you. And I, and like I told you off air, you got the best verse on uh. You got the you got the best verse on uh on the whole album. I think I think your feature on 
Well, fuck you, Jay. Oh, no, not, not, no, no. I'm talking about just features. I'm talking about just features. You know I'm talking about just features. <laughs> I know you're so much better of a rapper than I am. <laughs> no, but he had, I told him he has the best, the best feature verse on the whole album. I love the uh, Gokala verse. The Gokala, the Gokala, the Gokala Gu- verse is hard. Oh, wait, well, how you pronounce it? Wakala. 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 Got you. It means like ill in Spanish, where I'm from. Wakala. You know, like, uh, Wakala. Bet, bet. Learn Same something every day. Like, same reason why I don't like avocados, because the word for avocado in Spanish is aguacate. And when I was little, I think it, they sounded too similar to me. And I'm like, yeah, gross. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wakala. I don't like avocados. What, what is it with your name choice? You name these songs all the, like, most interesting names from Guacala to uh, Barracuda to Krakatoa to Utah. Like, what's, what's, what goes in? Is it just the first thing that comes to your mind, or is there a, a, a method behind the madness? So, yeah, there's kind of a method behind it, right? So I like to name my songs um, kind of the same way I like to write the music, right? I like, to, I like it to be obscure and kind of a message, right? So even if it's, like, poking fun at something, like satire, right? Um, a lot of songs that people drop, man, and especially because I record people, man, I can't tell you how many people recorded a song called The Vent or, you know, uh, Cap or, you know, like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, yeah, I just like to keep it interesting, man. Fuck yeah. Like generic, generic names like I'm Up or, you know. <laughs> how many songs are there? I'm Up. <laughs> Millions. And especially because that doesn't reflect my music. If that reflected my music, then it wouldn't make sense to name it something not that, that. You know what I'm saying? But my music, I feel like it's kind of obscure, so I might as well give it an obscure title, you know? Fuck yeah. Let's get to Peter's house because I think that's a, a contrast of where you're rapping, you're producing. This is all producing, trying to just make, do what you said, trying to be that, that engineer, trying to be that guy that's setting the blueprint. How important was it for you to be on your P. Diddy shit, your Khaled shit on this one? Man, exactly. About my P. Diddy shit. That's exactly yeah. what I'm trying to do. So I want to be in everybody's music video like P. Diddy. Just fucking for, I've been saying that shit for years, man. <laughs> Peter is the DJ Khaled of that. Yes, son. I wanted he brings, I, He's brought so many artists together. I would not know any of the artists I know. Fuck yeah. Real shit. He's, he, he knows every, he brings everyone together. Songs that would never be created. How does, how does that make you feel? Because I feel like, I feel like in your core of a person, that's like, that's something that you may, in your, in your head, you may think like, yeah, I'm going for that, but you might not say it out loud, but like just being a connector, I feel like that's leaving your mark and your legacy. Yeah, man. So I was actually talking to my mom about this last night, dog. So my dad, he was very, I remember just going with him to like Home Depot and it's like fucking everywhere, everywhere, Walmart, anywhere we could go. He always had like, he always knew the person, right? Like the cash, reg- cash register lady and he, you know, or anybody, he just always be friends with people. You know what I'm saying? And I think that was just some genetic that got passed down to me, you know? And um, I've always ha- had, I've always like, you know, Wu-Tang, I've like a trap called Quest, you know what I'm saying? D12, just groups, you know? And because I think we push each other, and, um, you know, I used to have another group and then now I'm, now I'm with the fellas and, uh, and just working with more people, especially now after I released the album, Old Spanish and Friends 2, I finally felt more confident in my ability to produce for other people to not just rap on it, you know, just like take a step back, you know, because um, before then, I don't know, I was kind of like, I don't think I'm ready for it, you know. And then after I dropped the album, man, I made Peter's, for, Peter's house in 22 days, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't, it was just me producing, man, anybody can make six beats, eight beats in 22 days. You know what I'm saying? But it was just, I was fortunate enough to get some people to come through, make some really good songs from scratch. You know what I'm saying? And um, I decided, man, might as well just 
drop, you know, before the before the year's up, might as well just, just drop a tape. And I really wanted to drop a single, Losers, the very first song on there. Um, and I'm like, man, I just don't want to just drop a single because uh, the single is just me. And that's, that's kind of set, setting a precedent for what's to come, right? Just a solo album kind of shit. But I also wanted to, you know, show my production skill and show everybody, show the world, you know, how good everybody else is. You know what I'm saying? Because I could not have killed these songs like these motherfuckers killed these songs. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, I, even, and I think that's important you acknowledge, like, where you're weak at. And I think that's what makes you even stronger. Oh, yeah, man. I'm going to kill these dudes one day, dog. <laughs> I'm going to remix all those songs, delete their shit, and then just <laughs> drop it. Uh, that's that's fucking hilarious. All right, before we get up out of here, because I don't want to keep too much of your time, because I know you got to get back to work, y'all. Y'all got y'all in a studio sesh. But what you been watching? What you been watching? What you been what you been listening to? Give me some of the pop culture you've been ingesting. Okay, so right when Narona started, I had to close the studio, and it was good because I got a chance to renovate the studio and everything. Um, and I lived drove for months. Right, just like 12 hours a day, like 10, like eight to 12 hours a day, right? And all I listen to, bro, because I don't really listen to music, right? And I wasn't making any music. All I listen to, dead ass, was Smino. Well, it was Smino, hell yeah. Yeah, I think he introduced me to Smino or I heard him and then he got me like more into, I don't know, man. Smino is, I just, for some reason, I don't even really listen to that kind of music, you know? Did you like the group tape they dropped this year? It was him, JID, and Earth Gang, I think. I didn't hear that. I don't think I I heard it, but that sounds incredible. I don't know what the group's called, but I know that there's a group with them three and they and they dropped a project. Oh, that sounds awesome. I'm gonna need to check it out, man. But but yeah, man. So I never really listened to that kind of music. And uh I think that's also kind of influenced like the production, the more like poppy feel to what I'm trying to go through, right? But other than that, I don't really listen to music, you know? Same. Neither does Mergo. And I mean I make music, why I'm not gonna shit where I eat kind of shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah music, um, music makes me music listening to music feels like work. Anxious, like anxiety out the ass. Like as soon as I hear the first bar of like a good song, I'm like, you feel like, damn, now I need to I write need, some. I need to go write, make some music right now. You I'm gonna go make some. Yeah, time to get back in the lab. Yes. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. You're everything. Analyzing. It's you're not listening and enjoying the music before you're like, you're. It's nitpicking like a motherfucker. Yes, and especially, especially because he Puka, he records himself too. So I know you know, and he just started producing too. So I know, like, man, it's it's monotonous. It's exactly, dog. It's uh, losing it. It is a losing game. Yeah, man. And it's just uh, comparison is a thief of joy. You know what I'm saying? One hundred percent. And I don't Damn, know exactly. Like it's just hundred percent. One hundred. So okay. So if you're not if you're not listening to music, what you are? I know you got to be watching. I know your girl not just letting y'all sit there in silence and looking at each other. I know y'all watching something. We actually do just sit there and just stare at each other. <laughs> You, you want to watch? We can do it right now. No, I'm a, I believe you because I don't. Sometimes I don't know if you're telling me a joke or if you're being dead ass. Take me serial. I'm serial. <laughs> I know you're serial, but you be you, you be having jokes. You you you're joke cracker. You got me last time I was there. You made me think you was being serious about some shit, and then you was like, "Nah, dog, I'm just fucking with you." And then I was like, "Well, wow, damn." <laughs> okay, so I live my like I like to live my life on a very like serious path and glory and like fashion, right? And if I don't joke all the time, I'm going to go fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like there are just lapses in, like, the actual goal. You know, I never keep my, take my eyes off the picture. You know what I'm saying? If I don't bullshit, I'm going to go fucking crazy, son. But, yeah, me and my girlfriend, we've been watching fucking, okay, you ever seen Queen's Gambit? We just finished that. Fuck yeah, that chess, that, that chess show TV show. Goes hard, man. It's just hard as fuck. I love that show. Incredible. Um, we also watched... 
You? You ever seen you? Fuck, Joe is a crazy motherfucker. I'm ready for season three. White people, dog. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a white dog, 100%. I, let me no, just say this. No, there's some creepy ass everybody, dog. No, there are, but let me say this. <laughs> a, a, a Latino or a black person wouldn't have got away with that shit. We would have been in jail. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a real fast episode. <laughs> Like a short French film. You wouldn't be waiting on season three. <laughs> yeah, no, we season three would be us getting in the jail, getting fucking beat like, up or raped. Like, oh, it that would've been, it would have been more like a part one. Part like, oh, that was a good TikTok. 1.5 episode. <laughs> that was a good thriller video. That would have been an Instagram story. It literally would have just been like a two-day newscast and then people would have forgotten about it. 100%. It would have been like, you would have Facebook Live like, oh, look, I got this girl with me. <laughs> the cops would have been there in under in under 24 hours. 100%. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, also, I'm I'm always stick with the sunny. You know what I'm saying? I like Brooklyn at nine. Uh, um, what's it called? Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec is the best show of all time. Hands Ooh, up. do you think so? Yes. Look, you might be upset with me. I think it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Best comedy of the last decade. I yeah, love sunny, bro. Always sunny. I love sunny with everything inside of me, bro. I have Hitler dog hanging up in my room. He does have Hitler dog too, right? Yeah. No. They're the ones that I want, but I have like the light, the big ass one. You know, Hitler dog, the German shepherd that Hitler painted. He's a great painter. That's Marco's joke. I'm not going to take that joke. Okay. Okay. So also, uh, me and my girl dog, we've been on some fucking Shark Tank dog. Like, yo, that's my shit too. I fuck with that shit. I love Shark Tank so much. That show is incredible and it keeps me on my entrepreneurial shit and it keeps me like looking up different shit. You know what I'm saying? But if I watch it for too long, I get that, oh, I need to go work. Like, just feeling like, oh, I'm not doing it. Yeah, bro. And that's the thing. No, real shit. It's like inspirational and just like entrepreneurship. You know what I'm saying? Not just inventing something but like making sure you're pushing your because you're your, like i'm a product you know yeah. i push the product correctly you know what i'm saying and I, I i gotta know my value and all that kind of shit but um also cobra kai nice i haven't watched that yet that's that's been on my two watch no, list i thought that shit was gonna be corny as fuck that's why i haven't watched it yet uh, that shit was that shit's so good and it's you gotta laugh at it too right on the edge yeah, so the acting is okay. It's not the best, right? The fight scenes are incredibly, like, like good. They're good. Uh, I was going to say, you don't see them happen? No, they're good. I like later, later, in the, like, they just came out the new season. The mm-hmm. fight scene good. Like, I hate the fight scenes where they, like, lead up to the punch, and then as soon as the person gets hit, that. they do They cut away. Yep, yeah. shit's trash. That shows me you you don't have a good actor, a good stunt stunt guys in the building. This kid got, like, kicked down a flight of stairs, dog, and he's, like, oh. in a coma. She's, though, that's, this show is crazy, dog. So, also, I don't, I'm, I'm sure you're into, like, media and just, like, entertainment and stuff. I, even television shows I watch like from a standpoint of an entertainer, right? All the writing is good. Like the camera scenes changes, everything like that. You know what I'm saying? But I enjoy more than music. But you got to, when you watch Cobra Kai, you got to understand that like it really it didn't put that much money into it. You yeah. Know? So like you got to kind of laugh at it sometimes, but be like, it's still a good show. You know what I'm saying? 100%. I'm going to peep that out. Well, <laughs> you know, I love talking to y'all every time. Tell the people where they can find you on social media. Tell them where they can get the project and everything. Pornhub.com slash old Spanish. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, they removed all the old underscore. I'm verified. Oh. <laughs> got your ass, huh? <laughs> yeah, they got my ass verified. My ass. It's just my ass. You don't see my face. <laughs> it's actually old Spanish's ass. That's the profile. 
<laughs> now when when people go search that and you gonna be like, well, damn, not in and listen to my shit. You gonna search old Spanish bro, ass on porn, bro. bro? That's why I watch Shark watch Shark Tank, bro, because that is a genius fucking idea. <laughs> that is a fucking market, bro. There's a market for everything, and people probably want to see my butt. You never know. You never know. Make make your OnlyFans bro, account. Bro, you know if who's your favorite like artist? Drake, but I wouldn't want to see Drake's ass. You know you'd look up Drake's ass. One I would time. not, but I did look up his baby mama. Ah, disappointment, right, bro? The video is lackluster, man. <laughs> look, okay. look at you. To... <laughs> so if Drake made an OnlyFans and was like, yo, got this new tattoo and it's on his ass cheek. I would not. Fuck no. What if you said, I got bros who think tatted on my ass cheek. Would you look at it? I would have to look at it at that point because I'd be like, why do you have my company tatted on you and we haven't done an interview yet? Oh, bro, you gay, bro? No, I just want to get that interview. You want to get in that butt? <laughs> okay, anyways, back to serious note. Okay. 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 Laser focus. Given your social media. Oh, my social media. <laughs> um, Old, which is happened. underscore Spanish on Instagram, on Spotify and everything else is the old Spanish, O-L-D-E, Spanish, like old English, the 40s. Everybody knows what O-L-D-E. Don't forget the E. It's not old Spanish. Old Spanish. Old underscore Spanish. Get that in y'all's head. Remember that name. You, you, it'll be a good time. Okay, and y'all make sure y'all go check out Old Spanish and Friends 2 and Peter's House. Both really, yes, really dope projects. Wait, that was a plug. I was supposed to plug myself then. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Check out my shit on the shit. You know what I'm saying? Old Spanish. <laughs> well, with that being said, thank you, Peter, for coming on the show. Let's finish up the show with Bros Who Ball. All right, ladies and gentlemen, want to say thank you to Old Spanish for coming on the show. Y'all make sure y'all be check out his two albums, Old Spanish and Friends 2 and Peter's House, and y'all go follow him. But it's that time of the week, bros who ball, and it's a big week. We got a lot to discuss. All three sports, well, when I say three, I'm talking college and, and uh, professional, but I guess that means all four. All four are active right now. Joining me is always to my bottom, Adam Schubert, and to the left of me, Mr. Justin Batiste. I'll start off with Justin. Justin, how you doing? Is college b-ball, uh, high school basketball, NBA season? How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I just watched Steph Curry drop 62. Crazy. We got to talk about no. that. I didn't expect to talk about Yeah, no, no, no. I, I know. I, I know. was I was going to come in here and rescind my... Well, me and Schubert last week rescinded our Warriors take, but I might I'm have rescinding a, it. I might, I might have to, like, redo it. I might have to redo it. Like, they're not going to be six, but I don't think they're, they're going to miss the playoffs. But we'll get to all of that. And joining us, as always, Mr. Adam Schubert. Shuby, how you doing, brother? Doing pretty Last well. There's, uh, there's, I just got invited to do NHL fantasy, so there's another sport in the horizon as well. Nice. I've never done. I've the only other fantasy besides football I've done is basketball, and basketball is kind of fun. But I don't like to start basketball fantasy like right when basketball season starts. I like to start it like a little bit later, just so like I can everybody can get to see people and then play. But I've never played hockey. You have to let me know how that is. Uh, I'm, I think I'm going to draft and never look at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's hilarious. Well, we got two things I got to ask you about before we get to Justin in basketball. We got to talk college football and professional football. Schubert, on the radio show, on the Cajuns broadcast, let me tell you what I did. At halftime, uh, this was the night, this was championship night, New Year's Day. The Cajuns played Texas State. They ended up winning, lost the next one back-to-back. But they played Texas State. And at the half, before the Ohio State-Clemson game, 
I told the world on the UL broadcast that Ohio State would bust Clemson's ass. I called it. It's on the it's it's in the documents. It's in the footage. I was so proud of myself. Called Ohio State. How do you feel about that win? And then you can talk about Bama because I'm pretty sure you knew y'all were gonna win. But Ohio State. Got the dub. Justin Fields put it on Clemson's ass. We talked about Trevor Lawrence winning and Heisman getting the college like the college lifetime Heisman. Do you think this is affects his Heisman chances? Like, because we talked about that last week, assuming he would win this week. But because he didn't win, does that does this affect what you thought? Just talk to me a little bit because you're our college football guy. Just give me your take on what happened in uh championship week and we don't have to talk about those other bowl games except Auburn got their ass bust by Northwestern which was embarrassing was it embarrassing because Northwestern <laughs> was second in the Big Ten and Auburn was like fourth or fifth in the SEC you know I think that was a bit of a mismatch I think I think Auburn got what they deserved on that one um, but it was almost embarrassing for Georgia to have lost to Cincinnati wait I thought you know, they won they almost lost yeah they almost I they only, the only reason like two uh, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. The only See, reason they like won that. is because Cincinnati's undisciplined. True. Uh, and I saw that they, they had that picture of that cornerback standing in the end zone, like, yeah, I'm watching y'all get the trophy. We coming back hard next year. Like their young guy who supposedly I mean, I think that as their program, they probably deserve to move up. I mean, I think they're better than like mm-hmm. you know Michigan well, I mean, I think right now. They're probably they're probably on par with like the Rutgers program. So I mean, I feel like they could play in the Big Ten. But uh anyway, you know, thinking about the game that you're talking about, Ohio State Clemson. We can look back on this podcast. We can look back at my old radio show in New Orleans. Before COVID messed up the Big Ten season, I was saying Ohio State was going to win That's the title. True. That's true. Uh, yeah. they, have the, they had the best NFL talent matched up on their team. But if you look at what they were going into with that game based upon the Big Ten championship, they didn't look like they had gotten in full gear yet. And sometimes for some teams, it takes about six games to get into it. So now they're clicking. So that that's you got a team that has played seven games. Fresh. For a lot of teams, like this is like when you get your your trends rolling. Uh Justin Fields, miraculous. I mean, to for to take the hit he took in the second quarter, I assume he probably has at least one broken rib. And he, you know, if came not out, it's bruised bad. It's a bad bruise yeah, at it's, best. I mean, he could not even really move to the same ability he was in the first half, but it didn't matter because he could throw a 70-yard dart you know, across the field to these amazing receivers that probably have two or three. I think they have two NFL receivers, two NFL tight ends, it's two time to put NFL like running backs, Ohio and State, an NFL quarterback, and all O-line NFL. It's like in, Ohio in State of, looks like Alabama. That's what I was about to say. In terms of like producing NFL talent, Alabama's number one, obviously. I would argue LSU might be two, but I, recency. I don't re, think they're going to put as many of this year. Probably this not. Year, but Ohio I was going to say, put them in there. but that's what I was about to say. Ohio State to me is if like LSU's third. Ohio State is too easy. Like it's not Clemson because you have to look at how these Ohio State players do once they get to the Clemson. pros. That's why. That's why I said LSU because when you look at the players from LSU and Bama, they win and they produce wins. Ohio State players produce wins. Lattimore, uh, Michael Thomas. We we uh, the Saints have a lot of players 
that come from that Ohio State frame. Von Bell doing well where Chase he's at Young. now. Chase Young. Barry exactly. McLaurin. Exactly. That uh, fucking Paris Campbell for, for the Colts dominating their best receiver. That's what I'm saying. Ohio State has to be second in terms of like college programs to send you to the NFL. If I'm a college kid, if it's not Bama, and it's not LSU. It's Ohio State. Like, I'm not going to play for Dabo Sweeney. I'm sorry. I'm just not. No. Um, you know, a lot of people are starting to get off the Dabo Sweeney hype train. Even people in Alabama who, you know, four years okay. ago would have told you. Like you were like, he was the next like, one. He would be the next coach. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is once you've gotten, especially in a year like this year with COVID and everything, you, you start to see people's true colors. And, like, I don't, I don't really think people, a lot of people want to be associated with Dabo Sweeney. It showed a lot about Ed Ogeron. It showed that his his the success was Aranda in uh my Brady. boy in Cal in, in fucking Carolina Brady Joe Brady. So you're right. It definitely showed a lot. And then Texas uh, coach gets fired. Tom Herman. College is, is a lot. Sense. But uh, let's talk. So you like you said you predicted Ohio State they have the better team. How did you feel that Bama did? Well, I mean, I, I predicted Clemson to win the game, which oh, yeah, was the big surprise for me. Um, but you know, you were talking about Trevor Lawrence. You know, I think Trevor Lawrence proved in a lot of ways that he doesn't really deserve the Heisman, and I don't think he deserves to be to what some people have called him the best Prospect. college quarterback of all time. And I don't even know if he he's as great a prospect as he was before. He reminds me a lot of Tua. And what we've seen in Tua in the NFL is that when you're being told that you're the best for years and years and years, and you finally have to work hard to be great, it doesn't always add up. And I don't know if Trevor Lawrence has that kind of dog in him to jump into the NFL, especially for a team like Jacksonville, and to be great. Now, if I was the Jacksonville Jaguars and I'm on the clock, I would look at the quarterback that he just faced and be like, that guy has a lot of dog in him. That guy wants to be out there. That guy wants to earn it. That's and true. I, would, I might want to draft him. Interesting. It's going to be interesting when we get to draft time, especially since Urban Myers, like there's rumors he might be the Jag- Jacksonville Jaguars next coach. There's a lot on, on the table right now, but let's talk about your team. Your team look good, man. Your team always looks good though. Like your team looked better than they did last year. Alabama's just rolling through people. Then, of course, the Notre Dame arguers were like they shouldn't have been in the playoffs to begin with. You knew, you knew those comments were going to be there. But like, I feel like that's just by that's. I feel like that's just a recency bias thing. What are you going to put Texas A and M in there? Exactly. Is Alabama also beat by that much. Exactly. I, I mean, think this is just Alabama showing that. Like, I think Notre Dame is one of those good programs. But the thing is, Bama and Ohio State are just on another level. Like Notre Dame still has to like grow to get to that point but they're not there yet what do you think of your team and what do you think of your chances uh going beating the the juggernaut ohio state well i mean i was playing monopoly during the alabama game so i mean (laughs) it was i I was just chilling i mean i wasn't too worried about that at all i mean it was just business as usual (laughs) vontae smith showed that he deserves to win the heisman i mean he's just unreal football definitely the belinknikoff I mean, he won. He's already won the AP College Player of the Year award, so it looks like he's going to be in a good position to win the Heisman. You know, good thing to mention about Mac Jones though is Mac Jones, when he was a recruit, beat out Trevor Lawrence for the best quarterback in Rivals Skills Challenge. Crazy. So, you know, it wouldn't be the first time Mac Jones beat out Trevor Lawrence for an award. Isn't it the first time a wide receiver would get the Heisman since like Desmond, uh, De- the the guy on College Game Day? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. The from Michigan or, or Woodson. Oh yeah, well uh, I'm talking. Was... Well, but Woodson wasn't a wide receiver. Woodson was a uh, 
a cornerback. But I get, but I get what you're saying. One hundred percent. Yeah, it'd be interesting. So, all right, what do you think of y'all's chances of winning? Uh, I mean, I think that they have a good chance of winning. I think it's probably the toughest game that they faced, um, especially with the way Ohio State's playing right now. It seems like two teams that are just about the same. I think like what hurts Alabama is that they do have like two major players injured where like if they would have played the same amount of games as Ohio State, there's pro- two players probably wouldn't have been injured. But on the other end, Ohio State just played a really hard fought game where the and quarterback might, might be injured, might be struggling with some rib issues. He getting shot up on the game. Let's let's just it's gonna be honest. He's getting shot up before the game. But I think the funny enough, as much as like we're like talking up Ohio State right now, I feel like y'all are about y'all are about even in terms of skill. But I feel like y'all edge him out in terms of coaching. Like I feel like Nick Saban's gonna funny enough be the X factor to this game. Probably so. Um, having the you know ha- having the most highly sought after coordinator on the sideline as well yeah, so uh, helps just- it, helps also. But you know I think it's going to be a hard fought game. Last time Alabama and Ohio State played, the score is forty two to thirty five. I think that's a good guess for what would happen in this game as well. I think Ohio State's front seven is really great, so they may be able to slow down Najee Harris and give Mac Jones some pressure. I still think Alabama is going to score. Um, and then on the flip side, Alabama's defense has really kind of been its weakest point. We've seen in the big games that they've let teams score on them. Yep. Uh, and I think Ohio State definitely has the weapons to do that. So I think it would be a shootout, and whoever makes the first mistake will probably lose. When is that? Is that game going to – are we going to have a podcast Monday. before next that Monday, game? Yes. Okay, so we will. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about it next week, and I'll get your pick. Uh, the next pod. I just had to make sure we have one. All right, let's jump to the NFL. The playoff seeds are determined. Let me pull up the NFL playoff bracket. Playoff bracket. So I can give you, so we can talk about the games and we can start making our picks and whatnot. But, uh, all right, hold on. Let's see. I don't want the games. I like to see, oh, here we go. Here we go. I like to see a, a laid out bracket in bracket form. Okay, cool. All right, boom. NFL games. All right, let's talk about it. Dolphins missed out on the playoffs today. They got smoked. Josh Allen threw three in the first half. Just let, just give my guy his flowers. Most improved this year. Got to be second in the MVP. I know people are talking about Aaron Rodgers, but what Josh Allen did for the Bills are incredible. I have been on the Bills bandwagon. Schubert knows since beginning of the season. I am pulling for the Bills as much as I love Patrick Mahomes. And you guys know I'm a Patrick Mahomes stand on this podcast. I really think the Bills are talented enough to beat them. It's just going to be, can they slow down Patrick Mahomes? But what they did against the Dolphins today, they showed like they were there to handle business, unlike the Steelers. Even when they could rest, they were there to handle business. Doug McDermott, coach of the year candidate. Gotta be. Yeah, I mean, I think the bigger story in that game wasn't the Bills because they knew we knew what they were going to do was it was more so the Dolphins having Ryan Fitzpatrick not be able to play, being a detriment and knowing that with Tua coming in there, couldn't we didn't have a, a chance to win. The question for the Dolphins comes: You have the Texans' third pick in the draft next year. If Justin Fields is on the board, do you take him? Oh, I think you're you starting do. the controversy. Oh, a quarterback controversy in Miami. Jesus. I mean, I, you know, you, you're as the Miami Dolphins, you have everything right but the quarterback. And if Tua tackle a little boat, you know, Tua's going to go out there and not perform, and he's given him all the opportunities. You see what Justin Herbert's doing. He's one of Ballin. the, you know, breakout performers. You saw what Justin Burrow or Joe Burrow was able to do before Ballin. he got hurt. Those two guys are ready to play, and you can play them now. 
it, two is not ready or two is not going to be there. And it's just one of those things where I just don't think that he has the fight in him to be that great. And it's, you know, do you, with you if you're Miami, you know that you're not going to be as bad to have another third round pick within the next five years. Do you take your chance on veterans or do you go ahead and t- and go into a really the rich quarterback guy. draft and go for after another young guy? You can still keep two on the roster. And you can even trade two for some, you could trade two for some picks if you don't believe in him and, and get some like, some high value picks and then you can fill out your, your other needs that way. That's a good point. That's a great point. Still love Brian Flores, but like you said, his quarterback just couldn't get it done and bravo to the bills and coach McDermott. Love you guys. And I'm, and I'm, yeah, I'm pulling for y'all in the playoffs. They'll play the Colts first. And I think that that's, I, I think they're going to get the win. <laughs> I think they're going to win. I think that was the best matchup they could have gotten for uh true for out of these teams um uh, i think the the browns would have been a little tougher maybe but like I, 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 th- I think you're right like the bills defense is good but philip rivers is not good enough to make them sweat he's not like a mahomes he's not like a lamar that can make the bills defense sweat so the bills defense is good enough to pitch like a great bills defense game and as great as the colts defense is Stefan Diggs stretching the field is just it's Tyreek Hill. Like honestly, the Bills have their version of Tyreek Hill. Because Josh Allen can just air it out, Stefan Diggs is like, all right, I'm gonna bust out my 4340 speed and just burn you. But then I have Cole Beasley underneath. So if you're not guarding the underneath, I'm gonna just pitch it to Cole Beasley, or I can give it to John Brown running the other streak on the other side. And then we have our backs out the backfield. So it's like Buffalo's offense is incredible, so I, I definitely think they're going to beat the Colts. But speaking of, let's go to another team. The Ravens dominated today, made the playoffs. Congrats to the Ravens. We're going to pick that game in a little bit. But another close game, the Titans won out. I'm losing faith in them this year. Or is it more so the Texans got better as the year went on? Or is it the Titans just aren't who we thought they were at the beginning of the season? Deshaun, Deshaun Watson had the most passing yards out of any quarterback this season which not a lot of people know about. That's true. Um, the Texans, you know, they fired their coach in the middle of the year. They obviously have a lot of um, issues with, because their coach was also their GM. So they have a lot of personnel issues. They're paying JJ Watt $17,000 next year. And it's not guaranteed. If I was them bringing in your new uh, coach, you might want to either release JJ Watt because you don't, because you can or trade him to a team that would benefit him. Um, to kind of like have a, a good exit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Texans... Demarcus Wareham. Yeah, the Texans really just need to um, th- think about the rebuild because they have pieces in place with, you know, some of the receivers are good and Deshaun Watson is good, but He's they have no line and they yeah. have no running game. So like there's their big issues. And the defense has its, fa- holes, it's old. has its holes as well. But, you know, they, they aren't as bad as a lot of people expect where expected and they really wanted to show it against the Titans this week. Um, the Titans have a lot of bad defensive problems, which is going to be an issue for them when they have to face the Ravens. Yep. That is a fact. And we will pick that game shortly. I just want to talk about some of the games that happened real, really quickly. Just before we, before we uh, pick the games, the chargers one shout out to Justin Herbert did great for me in fantasy today. Bravo, Justin Herbert's saints came in to handle business, baby. I was proud of the saints today. Of course, Drew Brees uses one of his three touchdowns, uh, uh, almost perfect completion percentage, 200 yard game on the Carolina Panthers. Of course he does. Classic Drew Brees. Then in the first game, we're going to be sh- SOL. 
I think a big thing for the Saints today was bravo for them for noticing that Emmanuel Sanders needed those eight catches to get half a million dollars. That's something that really builds team morale and makes yep. you want to play for the Saints and also makes free agents want to come play for the Saints. That's a fact. So that, that was a big, big thing for them today. Yep. And then Ty Montgomery looked great, of course. But uh, all right, another game I wanted to discuss real quick of today. Let's go to the, the Giants NF- swept the yeah. Cowboys. Let's go to the NFC East where you were heartbroken today. I was heartbroken for you. The Giants end up busting the Cowboys' ass, putting themselves in position to pull, ass, off the, to pull off the miracle and make the playoffs. And the Eagles just quit. They literally quit in the fourth quarter. It's 17 to 14. Jalen Hurts is doing well. It's really supposed to be 17. To se- the, the Eagles are really supposed to be tied or up, but it's 17 14. And then they, uh, Peterson just pulls Jalen Hurts and puts in some rando and just gives up on the season and just lets Washington into the playoffs with no fight. That's embarrassing to see a professional team quit at the level. That the and, Eagles quit. and you know that if the fans were in the sands, they would have been booed off the field. That's a fact. Because like that is just not a Philadelphia Eagles mindset. To think that they would be such quitters like that is just just boggles my mind. Like I cannot believe that the Philadelphia Eagles, out of all teams, went out and quit on a game. Yeah, like it's just embarrassing. Like I just don't know. I don't know what their direction is, but I don't think it's going the right way. Like if as a Jalen Hurts fan, I don't want him on that team anymore. I want him out. Like he's got. Like if if I was Jalen Hurts' agent, I'd be like, dude, just find a way to get out of there because it's a dumpster fire. Yes, they they quit on. They quit on. They quit on their fans. I mean, their fans would have loved to have got a win over Washington at the end of the season. Yep. It would have been huge to stop Washington. To or maybe, the or maybe it's a giant conspiracy to keep the Giants out it's of the playoffs. Out. Yeah, maybe it's that too. Either way, it's not a good look for the Eagles. But let's jump to the playoff bracket. Let's pick these games. Let's start off in the AFC. We got Buffalo and Colts. We already picked that one. We both picked Buffalo to win that one. Let's jump to Tennessee and Baltimore, where Baltimore looked great today. Uh, Lamar had it rolling. They, they finally had Hollywood Brown looking good in the offense. Mark Andrews was back involved. The Ravens look like they're finally hitting the stride. The defense looks good again. Where the Titans, where the Ravens are hitting their stride, the Titans aren't. It sounds like Lamar's taking all the criticism to notice. This was the team that eliminated him last year. Funny enough, I'm picking the Ravens for the upset. I don't think it's a funny pick. I think it's the right pick. Um, the Titans were just a few plays away from losing their division to the Colts <laughs> yeah. and having the Colts be in this game. And I thought that the Colts would have actually had an opportunity to win this one. Fact. But uh, I, I don't think that the Titans have, have what it takes to win this game. You know, Derrick Henry could really come out and perform well. But from what I saw out of Taney Hill today, I don't really think that he's got it, but I mean, it could be the same thing as last year where the Titans come out in the playoffs and make a lot of surprises. But I think Lamar is the, the guy who loves to play with the chip on his shoulder and, and having lost out to the Titans last year. I think he really wants to go out there and prove it. Especially having everyone disrespect him week in and week out saying he might not be the guy saying he might not be as good as he was in MVP season and just all the criticism he's heard this year. He's finally putting it together. I agree with you 100%. I'm picking Baltimore as well. All right, let's jump to the next game, which is a rematch of this week. And on this week, the Browns end up beating the Steelers 24 to 22. But the Steelers played Mason Rudolph and Josh Dobbs. I'm assuming Ben, ben Roethlisberger will be back for this game. Who do you have winning, the Steelers or the Browns? Uh, I have the Browns winning. 
Mm-hmm. Why is that before I make my pick? Because I, I don't know. I think Ben Roethlisberger makes a difference, but the Steelers have just been floundering, and the Browns are having the same thing that the Ravens are having. They're, they're playing good football at the right time. Yeah, I think that it's exactly it's exactly it. The Browns are playing good football at the right time. The Steelers have really lost it after going really, what, 11-0? and or- Really losing Bud Dupree kind of changed their season. Pretty much. But Bud Dupree, if you watched him when he was in there in the season, I mean, he was completely dominating. Like Chase Young is for Washington. That was Bud Dupree for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Covered up a lot of those defensive issues that the Steelers will need to address in the draft. Pretty much. So, you know, I think that the Steelers are going to be coming into this, you know, losing this game does does kind of shoot morale down a little bit and raises it for the Browns. Um, they have, but it also can give this. like bulletin board material. Like we can bounce back. Like we didn't have been, now we're going to show them. I just don't know if that team has that, has that in them at this True. point where like the Browns, it's like, well, our franchise has waited 18 years for this. Like this is our opportunity against a division rival to really put ourselves um, in the conversation for years to come um, for Baker Mayfield. It's like a lot of people don't really think that I was the factor that got us here. Let me prove Time to it. Show. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, the Browns really need to win. And I don't think they're like going to beat the bills or the chiefs or anything like that, but th- I think they could beat the Steelers. I think this was the best matchup they could have gotten. Yeah. I um, agree with it that. Really is like a game that they would have really been able to come out for. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm picking the Browns as well. Uh, you convinced me. All right, KC has a bye. Let's go to the NFC to do this. The Saints lucked up and got the Chicago Bears first round, baby. That's what I'm talking about, Saints fans. We're about to get this dub sack. Saints getting the win. I'm picking them easy, resoundly. Even without AK, I still think we win. If AK out, want to sit out another game, let him sit out, mate. COVID restrictions. Let's get AK healthy for the next for the next round. But I think the Saints got a got a good matchup, and I think they're going to take the dub. Uh, do you think it's going to be closer than what I'm thinking? I think the Saints cut co- like cover the spread. I think it's going to be a blowout game. I think that's why uh, they're putting them on. I mean, but I think it's going to be I the mean, most think... blowout of of all the games, and I think that's why they put them on Nickelodeon. That game's on Nickelodeon. That game is on Nickelodeon. Tony Romo and Jim Nance are covering on Nickelodeon. And my boss was like, Tony Romo's going to slime Jim Nance. <laughs> that shit, he had me laughing. But that game yeah, will be on Nickelodeon. Yeah, I know. Saints game um, is on Nickelodeon. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a blowout as in like maybe 21 to nothing. Like, I, you know, I don't think the Saints are going to score like a, a super big amount of points, but I just can't see the Bears scoring any points. Um, It's on CBS, but it's also going to be on Nickelodeon. Okay, it's on both. <laughs> I thought it was just on Nickelodeon. <laughs> I really do think it's a good marketing idea to slime Jim Nance or Tony Romo. So. Look, to, to like give to – if you want to make football uh attractive to young people, put it on their channel and like have them some things for them. Like make it attractive for them. So I'm not mad at that. All right. So we both got the Saints winning. Next game, Washington, Tampa Bay. Who you got winning? <laughs> Tampa. Yeah, t- t- Tom's not losing that one. If anything, Tom Brady gonna win that one on his own. Like he ain't. But but losing Mike Evans hurts them going forward. But the fact that they have Antonio Brown really helps them. Yeah, AB had almost 150 yards today. So he's I, looking I, like AB of old finally. Yeah, I mean you know. 
Tom Brady loves his, you know, little obscure receivers like Scotty Miller. So, I mean, that guy's still in there. Chris Godwin. So, yep. I mean, they still got the weapons. Gronk, I mean, OJ, they have yeah. three, three great tight ends. So, I'm not worried about them. Yep, I got the Bucks winning as well. And then the final game is the Seahawks and the Rams. Seahawks. Who you got winning? I got the Seahawks as well. The Rams just don't look like the Rams that went to the Super Bowl. They haven't seemed like they pulled it together. I, you know, I say it pretty quickly, but the Seahawks, if anything, have been playing resilient bad-ish. football. But they've been playing resilient. They don't quit. They though. they almost lost today. To they should have they should have lost to the Rams the last time they played them. The Rams just messed that up. So, I don't know. I mean, I think it could really go either way. If anything, the Rams know how to play the, Se- the Seahawks more than anyone. Um, but I still think Seattle. Is, I mean, it's, can't, I'm not going to bet against Russell Wilson. I mean, geez. Me neither. Me neither. Let Russ cook, man. Russ been cooking all year. And y'all let Russ cook. And Russ comes through. I'm not betting against him. And then that means that the Packers have the bye week. We will only pick these games. We will talk more playoffs next week unless you got something else to say. Well, you know, one thing I was going to note about the Packers is their left tackle's out for the season. So that's mm. something to watch out for. That's something to watch out for when we talk next week. Saints better put on a good week. I've been talking shit on them all season. I said we would make it to the Super Bowl but lose. Let's go, Saints. I'm pulling for you. I'm pulling for you hard. I want you to prove me wrong. God damn it. This is the f- – like, if you look at this, this is the best chance for Drew Brees to win a Super Bowl. My uh, goodness. Whoever from the NFC makes it, if they play against the Buffalo Bills, you know they're going to win. Look, as much as I love Buffalo, I just don't think Josh Allen could do it this year. The I don't Bills know. Curse. Yeah, I don't know. But they that might break it. They might break it. We shall see. But let's jump to the NBA. Let's bring Justin in. It's hot. The NBA is hot right now. So much goodness. So many takes that we made having to be repealed. So many, so many Maybe. obviousness is just, oh, I'm feeling good. The Saints are good. But you know what makes my heart warm? Not that the Saints are good. I'm, I'm a, I am a spoiled fan when it comes to football. But when it comes to basketball, I've been living in basketball obscurity and basketball hell for years. We had a superstar that wasn't a superstar, didn't win games, wasn't a leader, just floundered, had all the talent in the world, could have been the best player in the league, had the stage, and just fumbled the rock. Wasn't a Batman, was a Robin. I'm talking about you, Unibrow. I'm talking about you, Anthony Davis. But you know who is? You know who's a leader? And they say my guy's quiet off the court. You know, my, my mom always told me, you gotta be, gotta be scared of the quiet ones. It's the quiet ones that's got the dog in them. Brandon Ingram, MVP candidate? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Like, I'm saying this year, he's looking like it uh, right now. Early, early candidate. But is he an MVP, though? Time will tell. Time will tell. Let's talk about these Pelicans, man. All right, let me tell you all how I'm feeling. Like, let me get my, uh, my outrageous take out the way. I feel that the Pelicans are Lakers one, Suns two, Pelicans, three, four, best team in the league. Is that too high? Is that 
too high. And understand, I could be talking a different story if Eric Bledsoe misses a three yesterday in, uh, against Toronto. We could be having a total different tune, but the fact that they're accomplishing what they're supposed to be. Eric Bledsoe is playing the Drew Holiday role better than Drew Holiday. He's making a difference on offense, making a difference on defense. Lonzo Ball is looking like the Lonzo Ball I've been saying he is since he came in the league. Lonzo Ball finally looks like Lonzo Ball from UCLA. Looks like that player. Dude's running off screens, hitting bank shots. Since when does Lonzo Ball shoot the midi? Got me happy. But the thing about Lonzo Ball that has me happy is his defense, his court awareness. Lonzo Ball is being is one of the best. If Lonzo Ball doesn't make first team all defense this year, it will be a shame. I'm starting that campaign because what Lonzo Ball does on defense, not many guards in the league do. And then I'm not even I'm not going to be high next. I'm gonna go to our top five center in the league. We got a top five center in the league in Steven Adams. Steven Adams is playing great defense, offensive rebounding. I'm so happy I have him. I would rather Steven Adams than Rudy Gobert. If you put Steven Adams on on the uh jazz, they're a better team. And Donovan Mitchell's a little more happy because at least Steven Adams can hit the mid-range, a uh, high post. Like he don't shoot it with two, he shoot it with one, but it goes in, baby. Top five center in the league, Steven Adams. And then our bench is weak. Let me be honest. Let me tell you before I go to my super highs, let me go to my lows. Josh Hart is the best bench player we got. Without Josh Hart, we wouldn't score shit off the bench. Nikhail Alexander Walker, I'm talking to you. Fix them turnovers so you could play. Cause you got skill. You got to stop turning the ball over and shooting all these damn threes. Get in the paint, shoot floaters, and hit shoot open threes. You are not Steph Curry to hit them with the uh-uh and then shoot the three. What are you doing, Nikhil? Jackson, get in the gym. You need work. Get in the gym. You need a lot of work, Jackson Hayes. Nicolo Melli, get your game from Italy because the game you bring in here is not the game we wanted. We need the game that was in Italy. JJ, are you too old? Let me ask the question. Are you too old? Can you not hit the jumper no more? Because you missing Stan Van Gundy cap for you today in, in press conference. I heard the comments. Stan was like, it's my fault why JJ is not executing because I'm not putting him in position. But I question because JJ been missing a lot of open jumpers. But we'll wait and see. That's my lows. Let me get to my super highs. Hot take number one. Brandon Ingram is reminding me of Kobe Bean Bryant in terms of dog, not talent in terms of dog. My guy B.I. said, look, whether we fail, whether we win, whether we shit or sink, I'm shooting that last shot. The ball going to be in my hands and I'm determining it. I'm not LeBron James in it and passing it away. No, I'm hitting you with the uh-uh and pull up. That's my guy. Let's go. That's hot take number one. Hot take number two. Zion Williamson. Oh, this one, this one, this one is Zion Williamson might be the best rookie we've seen in a while because that my guy is still a rookie. Only played twenty something games. My guy is amazing. When that fat, when that fat nigga get in shape, nobody can fuck with him. He's unfuck with. He remind me of Shaq. He's a small Shaq. Like what this guy is doing is dominant. Justin, I know you saw him hit the spin move and get to the hole on Pascal Siakam. Pascal didn't want no smoke with Zion Williamson yesterday. He'll either hit you with his finesse or he hit you with his big ass shoulder and knock you out. And not only that, Zion pulling up for the middies, baby. My guy is looking good and he's not the best player on his team. That is number three. I'm so loud. My girlfriend is getting on me, but I'm hype. 
I'm fucking hype. <laughs> the Pels. Hot take number three. That was number two. We are preparing a Shaq and Kobe type duo. That's number three. If Zion Williamson gets better on defense, watch out, NBA. Watch out. <laughs> watch out. We got to pay Lonzo Ball and Josh Hart if they keep playing like this. We're we going to be in the luxury tax. But look, that's those are hot takes. I'm really loving what I'm seeing from the Pelicans so far. Justin, I'll start with you. Am I crazy? Shaq, Shaq and Kobe, that's a stretch. That's a, I, I understand. It's a stretch. I understand. But, I mean, B.I., he's a, he's a talented player. Zion, I said he could be the most, you know, dom- he's, he, I think he's the next big thing. He's very dominant. So it's not crazy to think that. They just have to keep playing their game and keep winning games, you know. And the, you know and the thing that makes me happy is where last year uh, David Griffin put the pressure on Drew and was like, he's our MVP. He could play for an MVP. The pressure wasn't on them. But what I love that I'm seeing is when the pressure's on them, they're performing. Last year, year before last, any of the AD years in last year, we would have lost that game to Toronto. We were up, we went down, and then they made a run. We stopped their run, and then we went on our own run. Any other time, we would have lost, and that what makes me so excited about not only Brandon Ingram and Zion, these stars are willing to step up, but got to give a lot of credit to Coach Stan Van Gundy because Alvin Gentry would have lost that game too. That's another thing, but... I just didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just had to, I just had to point that out. Cause that's, that's what has me so excited is the resiliency of the Pels. And I think Stan Van Gundy, he has this team playing more together because when they played OKC, which I think is a quality team. Uh, I thought when BI, he got, when he got e- e- ejected, you know, they could have folded and they could have, you know, blamed it on, you know, BI's not here. But, you know, Lonzo, he looked more aggressive. And the team, they looked more aggressive. And they ended up winning by they ended up winning that game by 20 points. That's another so one we would have lost. It, 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 it shows that they, they can be a good team without their star player. And I think they're a very well-rounded team. And I think the bench, you know, you, you said Jackson Hayes, you know, uh, Nikhil Alexandria, those are still young players. I think they're also still trying to find their game. And I just think as, you know, time goes on, as the season goes on, they'll keep on getting better and better. And, you know, I think Stan Van Gundy is showing trust in his young players. And I think that's the most important thing is trust. And you got Lonzo Ball, you got uh, Zion Williamson. They've been been playing their game. And you said also Vesso. Vesso has been playing great for them. (laughs) Vesso's been amazing. (laughs) I think think them being a top five in the West isn't crazy. I think they definitely can because they're a talented team. One of the best starting units in the like that. That's the thing. Our starting unit is really good. It's our bench where we where we flounder. Schubert, how you feeling? You're very silent over there, but you're a Pels fan. I know you are. How you feeling about the Pellies? I mean, I think they're I think they're great. Uh, like I, <laughs> I'm with y'all. I think uh, I top five and top five in the. Uh, Top five in the West, I think, is not uh, a crazy take. Um, I think uh, Shaq and Kobe might be a little bit out there, I, mainly much. because I just don't think Zion plays like Shaq. Um, if anything, I, I couldn't really make a comparison to him because I think he plays like Zion. He does. I think that 
He's a he he is a all star player along with Bi. I think you know the Pelicans having two players who could potentially be all stars, and then having a guy like Bledsoe who is um, known in the league to be a solid starter, and adding Stephen Adams, a top five center. I mean, I think that they've finally built up a a starting five that can really compete against some of these other teams. Now, when it comes to playing like a team like the Lakers their bench is going to kill you. Yeah, that's a fact. Um, Nikhil Alexander-Walker had a I'm good not game saying we're winning the chip. Back. We're not ready to win the chip. But we're ready, we ready to make some moves. That's all I like. We're ready to... I think we could win the first round playoff depending on the matchup. But no, we're not ready to beat the Lakers. No, LeBron and... LeBron. Now, now if that happened, Brandon Ingram and Zion would have to be who I'm saying they are. They would have to be their best for that to happen. But like... And, yeah. and, and plus, we don't have depth. But like... We're definitely top five. Gotta be from at least what I've seen right now in the league, because there's some teams who aren't living up to their hype. No, but I do think like at off the bench, you know, Jackson Hayes put up. He got um, in the last game, at least with Toronto. I think he had eight rebounds, which you know is solid off the bench. I mean, if you're giving production in some way, then I think that's at least something. Um, yeah, yeah, Melly, I feel like Melly, I feel like is completely off his game. I don't know if he. Who's I don't know saying? if he. I think he was brought in with when Gentry was there in order to be a part of that system. And I don't know if he fits, fits the, in the system. Yeah. Um, so that, that's an issue. Uh, but I do feel, agree with SVG that he's not finding ways to get JJ involved. I think it's because JJ's kind of phased out with a lot of the other uh, talented players on the bench and on the starters. So I don't really think that he really has that huge of a role to play anymore. Um, but he really needs to get these the youth guys. Um, he needs to get the bench. Get the second unit needs scoring, man. Because like the second unit, if Zion but, or know, Bi aren't in that second unit, they're not getting points. That's a you fact. Know, if, if it's not Jackson Hayes, you have to get something out of uh, what? Nikhil. Uh, no, I'm saying out of Hernan Gomez, or you yeah, have to get somebody, somebody. who's going to come off and give Zion and and. Uh, Steven Adams, Adams a some a break. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. The, your biggest issue with the bench right now. You have guards. And we're waiting like, on Winyan Gabriel. Soon as Winyan Gabriel, because like Stan said, he's ready for Winyan to play. It's just Winyan doesn't know the system yet. And soon as he feels comfortable with Winyan knowing the system, Winyan, I, I I feel like Winyan Gabriel's going to get playing time because like he might be better than Jackson Hayes. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, it is only six games in. Um, yeah. The season's still long. That's a fact. Uh, but... Uh, you know, I do like what I'm seeing out of the Pelicans, and I still feel like there's some teams out there that could really like, you know, go up, flip a switch, and and move up. I, I still am really high on the Kings. I hope we talk about them a little yeah, bit later because, Kings. you know, Justin called it at, in the draft with Tyrese Halliburton. I think that good. that guy has the opportunity to be the rookie of the year if if Zion unless Zion's in contention. Nah, he's not in contention. Yeah. That that was just me being like a Pels fan. He's not in contention. They're not letting him, but he should. But yeah, I mean, I really I really like watching Kings games, which is kind of crazy to me. I, I really enjoy like watching what they put out on the court. Um but other than that, I mean I feel like the East is a little bit more exciting. Um, the, but, East, you know, the East is interesting. We could talk about the East because one team hasn't started really well, which is the Bucks. Bucks haven't started well. They're three and three. Maybe the Drew Holiday trade wasn't the best move, but we shall. Sw- I think it's early. I think the Drew Holiday trade will be better used in uh in the playoffs. But a team that's interesting to discuss is Justin's team, the Hawks, who bust the Nets up. 
uh, the other day. Bust them up. The Hawks have been winning games. Trey Young, conducive to wins? Justin, how are you feeling about your Hawks? I was wrong, man. I was wrong. This Hawks team's looking good. I'm not surprised. Like, <laughs> who they have at point guard. All he needs is pieces around him. And the franchise is doing that. And the funny thing is, it's not even Bogdan. It's DeAndre Hunter becoming the person they thought he was. John Collins has been playing good, too. Yeah, he has. Yes, he has. And Cam Reddish hasn't been playing bad. Cam Reddish been balling. So Yeah, he's getting better. Exactly. They're they're still a young team, but they're showing progress. And they have a superstar in Trey Young. Are they the Pales of the East? D- different they're different. different style they're very different they're very different they and are. i think i think they have more question marks than us funny enough but i think if their question marks turn out to be what people think their ceiling may be higher than ours because their bench is better than ours like they can they're deeper than us like they have cam reddish deandre hunter bodong bogdanovich kevin herder those are like great wings. And then you have uh, Clint Capella, John Collins, Bruno Fernando. Like, they're, they're pretty deep. And then you have Brandon Goodwin. Like, they're a pretty deep team. I like that their bench is young. But, like, you know, Hawks are looking good. Hawks are looking mm. real good. Yeah, in the Eastern Conference, too. Yeah, that's a fact. Philly. Philly came out 5-1. and one. Is that surprising? It's it's not to me because like at first you would probably think that because you know it's Philly and it's a new new team. But when you watch him play, I think Doc Rivers has put a good team together. You no, know, he's finally put he's finally put well finally there's a team around Ben Simmons and Joel and B that fits them. Yeah, they got you know, shooters. They have shooting. They have a stretch four and Tobias Harris. Uh, just if, if if everyone keeps playing their game, you know they they keep winning games. But everyone has to play up to their standards. Like Danny Green has to make shots. Seth Curry has to make shots. Has to make shots. If those guys are making shots, you know it stretches out the floor for Simmons and Joel Embiid. So if everyone keeps on doing their their job, this team would be good. I think Seth Curry is going to have his best season. Happy wife, happy life. His wife <laughs> is around. His her father. Everybody, the family's together. It's no more gallivanting around Steph. Everybody, his family is all in Philly. I Look, I think Seth Curry's going to have a good season this year. He's been dropping like 21 after 21 after 21. That's not Seth Curry numbers. I mean, he's been improved. He's improved every season he's been in the league. I mean, I feel like he's really starting to come out of the shadow. That's a fact. He's being his own man. I'm not mad at that. One take, though, that may, that's not looking good for me. The Mavericks need Porzingis bad. Luka and them been losing. I got to call a spade with spade. They need poor Zingas bad to lose to the Bulls, to lose to the Hornets. Those are not teams you should lose to when you're beating the Clippers by 50. I'm sorry. Like, those are embarrassing losses. Luka has to do better if he's going to be one of the best players in the league. Also, Nuggets 2-4, and four, I think they're going to shoot up, like Schubert said. Those, I think the Nuggets are definitely one of the teams that are going to shoot up. Funny enough, the Spurs, Kelvin Johnson, KJ? Like him, he might be the real deal. The Spurs I've, might have him one. I've been a fan of fan of him since day one. Since O'Kill, I just always like I, I just always like how he played. Yeah, just has a style to his game that I like. 
No, I agree with you. Keldon Johnson's been looking good. And when if DeJounte Murray can find his footing, those are either him or Lonnie Walker, one of them. They have two guards that can carry them into the future. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Spurs make a playoff push. I'm just looking at people up top. I know we talked about the Warriors not making it, but the Warriors showed tonight what, they, what has to happen. Steph Curry cannot be passive. He can't be doing back cuts and screening for Oubre. And, no, Steph Curry has to be dominant. Will we get... 50 points from him every night? No. 60, excuse me, 62 points from him every night? No. But if Steph is going to be a threat, that opens things up for Wiggins, that opens things up for Draymond Green, that opens things up for Wiseman and Oubre. Steph has to be Steph. He can't be Steph that played with Klay Thompson and KD and thinking, oh, Oubre, I'm going to give you a shot. Oh, Damon Lee, I'm going to give you a shot. No. You got to hog the ball and shoot it constantly. Will you be drained by the playoffs? Probably so, but y'all will make it. Y'all will make it. Y'all will be an eighth or seventh seed. Like, I think we saw what Steve Kerr and Steph Curry can do with this team against a very quality Portland Trailblazers who I expect to see in the playoffs. And I think them getting back Draymond Green also helps. Facts. Because it opens up the game for James Wiseman, who I think is is a good rookie. I think he's going to be good. He's He's looking good. And Draymond Green makes the game easier for everybody else. So I, I think by him coming back, that helps out Steph Curry so much. Wiseman looks better. Wiseman looks better than Bagley. I agree. Wiseman looks better. I mean, I think you know, playing with Draymond Green, I, I just said this, but I don't think Bagley has that Draymond Green to just unlock know, him. And funny enough, Bagley hasn't been playing too bad, but I want to talk about your King Schubert. I want to ask you how you feel about this. As great as the Kings have been with Tyrese Halliburton, Darren Fox, Buddy Heald, and their guards looking good, like they can make a playoff push, do you think it's bad that Marvin Bagley's dad is going on Twitter asking for a trade for his son? Well, yeah. <laughs> like, like, as great as the Kings have been playing, Marvin Bagley's dad is like, trade my son away now. Like, what? I think it's... Um, it's more his son's not the star? Thing, man. I think oh. it's like... Who wants to play in Sacramento? I mean, geez, have you ever seen the movie Lady Bird? Sacramento's a bum city. <laughs> you compare, you said lady. That's funny. You hey, have to see Lady Bird's a contract. Them. I'll play anywhere. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that, Justin. He getting paid. You could get endorsements. You could make Sacramento popping, but you got a ball. But, I, but yeah, I mean, he's just not the guy in Sacramento. It's Fox. It's he is healed. healed. And it's, now you know, Halliburton is Halliburton, I think passed him up. So it's you know that's an issue and maybe they'll find a way to resolve that in the front office. I think if you traded him, you probably could get something like really sweet. You get some quality, like get some quality veterans to go around healed Fox and uh, Tyrese Halliburton. And then you'll have a better chance of making the playoffs. But yeah, I mean, I'm totally not sold on the Warriors still. I mean, I still think that they're the same team just uh, as they were last year. Um, with maybe a rookie that just has potential. So we'll just see how he continues to grow. That's no, but I, I agree with that. But my thing is, my whole take with the Warriors is that Steph has to be Steph. Like, he can't. The problem with the first couple games, and, and Justin is right, the fact that Draymond was there helped out his game tremendously because Draymond, Draymond was able to play make. Draymond was able to tell people to go to the right place. Like, Draymond, if you watch that game, Draymond was clearly the second best player on the Warriors and maybe on the floor. So, like, it was known. And then, like, the fact that he's there, he can get Steph in the mind, like, nah, Steph, you got to be you. And, like, I think that helps him. But, again, 
Steph Curry cannot be passive and act like Kelly Oubre, Damon Lee, and Jordan Poole or Klay Thompson and KD and try to get them 50 shots. Like, that, that can't I mean, happen. I don't know. I mean, I guess when we're looking in this sample size, we got to think of the team that they play in Portland. Like, imagine if they were playing the Pelicans and you had and Steph Curry was guarded by Bledsoe or Ball. That's a different game. I mean, that's like, that's, that's exactly what I'm, where I'm saying. Like, I just don't know if they're going to be able to – have that kind of performance every night against the teams that they're going to have to face in the West. I mean, there's, you know, some of the teams that are down like the Mavericks or the Spurs who would have a losing record right now. I mean, those teams are going to be able to the perform and, and get better as the season progresses. So I just don't know. Um, Houston, I think is the weird team for me right, right now. I don't know what to make out of them. Um, Houston is so weird. Like, how can James Harden be in warmups looking 100% healthy, ready to play a game, and then five minutes later be like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not playing, and then just sit out? Like, that's crazy. I thought he was about to get traded, but he didn't. But the thing with Houston is John Wall looks like John. Like, <laughs> John Wall looks really good. Like, nice. I feel so bad for Houston. I want John Wall to succeed. Can John Wall carry this team without James Harden? I don't know. I don't think so. He definitely needs James Harden to be there. John Wall is, is a great talent, but he's always been like a solid player. Like, you know, John Wall's going to give, give you 23, 5, you know. Yep. But as far as carrying a team, you won't ever see John Wall just – he'll have a 40-point game here and there, but it's not like he'll just carry a team to the playoffs. You know what I mean? He he needs he – because his, his jump shot isn't like – isn't the greatest. that great. You yep. know what I mean? So you can easily sag off and make him kind of beat you with his jump shot. That's but a fact. Harden going off now. He could kind of do get off. And, and look, let me no, no bullshit. Christian Wood might be a great third option for them. Like I don't see, I don't understand why James Harden's being kind of a wimp. Like let me be honest. Like you could maybe make the playoffs and really make some noise if you really commit James Harden because your team is not as bad as you think it is. This team might be better than last year's team. Might be. Like, Might be. I mean, Christian Wood has oh, been shown, and, and Silas hasn't been a bad coach. I like yeah, John I mean, more than Westbrook. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I mean, in a lot of ways, John Wall is the same, but in some ways improved from Westbrook. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm with y'all. I'm with y'all 100%. I don't get what James Harden's doing. This is his chance. He could take over. He has a good enough team that can maybe make a run. I don't understand. Also, in the East, I want to ask you, Justin. Have you been seeing what Jalen Brown has been doing for the Celtics? Like, like Jalen Brown looks like he might be the best player on the Celtics. Excuse and, me, Jason Tatum. Yeah, and actually, me and my me and my friend, we had talk Tyler. You guys know who that oh, is. Oh yeah, shout out Ty, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had talk uh, about that today. You know, is is Jalen Brown better than Jason Tatum now? Do you guys think that? I mean, from what I'm seeing this year, Jalen Brown is doing things that he has never done. Jalen Brown is doing hezzy moves. Like, Jalen Brown is creating his own shot. And you have to watch the Celtics to see this. Like, right. the, like what Jalen Brown has been doing on the offensive and defensive end, he's a complete two-way player that now is able to create for others and really has been commanding the defense more than Jason Tatum. So, like, at this hour, Sunday at 11, 18 p.m., Jalen Brown is better. Now, will Jalen Brown be better in the playoffs? I don't know. But at this very moment, Jalen Brown looks really damn good. 
Yeah, for me, I think it's more of the, the mindset thing. Uh, it kind of translates to what I was talking about with football. When you have someone like Jason Tatum, who for the past two seasons has been like, you're the, the guy. You're the guy, yeah. You're, you know, you, you're, the, you're this, you're that. you're, And then Jalen Brown, who was before the, before he got to the Celtics, was Second told, round pick. You're the, you're the guy. This is, you know, you're going to be the next big thing, but then gets to the Celtics and it becomes like the third option in some cases. And the second, the, the fourth option, he's like, well, I mean, I got to find a way to make me be – what I was told that I was in the jump. So I feel like he's trying to make up for that. And again, and since he's not looked at going into the game plan as the guy from a lot of these teams, they like focus a little bit on Jason Tatum and gives him yeah. the opportunity to, um, to shine. So I think it, you know, we may see a transition of people more focused on Jalen, Jalen Brown, but I think having both him and Jason Tatum and for the past seasons, it's been this way as well is that they both play, kind of complete games very different but the same they're not like one's more offensive or one's more defensive they both can play all around so they're it's a good weapon to have i I really like the celtics as a team in out of the east they're a great duo because when kimba comes back watch out (laughs) watch out the celtics are good man but like out of the teams who are playing in the east right now that are playing real uh, high i mean like i don't know if orlando is going to be able to Make it all the way. I don't know uh, if the Cavs sex sex land. I mean, we talked about the Cavs the, ca- the Cavs last year. As week. they call, I mean, do you know that? Do you know that's what they call themselves? Sex land, yeah. Sex land. <laughs> the boys some clowns, bro. That's some playing good though. Is are they real? No. I haven't watched them enough. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I'm asking, Justin. Is, is sex land a good duo? <laughs> like. <laughs> Garland and Sexton. Yeah, I'm not, I gotta I gotta see more of it to believe it. I know Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown gonna keep performing. They're the best wing duo in the league. Shit. They, they might be better than Kawhi and PG. Now and then you got teams like the Knicks who are about to come out and like lead the East. Yeah, it's just yeah, you just you're right. That might be too of a hot of a take. They're not better than Kawhi and PG yet. Yeah, that's too that's 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 too hot. That's that's more hot than my LeBron that than my uh Brandon Ingram and Zion are Kobe and Shaq. Yeah, that's but but are but are they better than RJ Barrett and Obi Topin? I don't know. <laughs> Your Knicks are they gonna sustain? Hey, they're seventh in the East, man. I, the, yeah. Look, the they Nets come. The Nets gonna come up, and, and, and the Heat are gonna come world, up. I like the Knicks making it. Y'all might make the plan, Schubert. That might be your hope for this year. Real talk, Justin. You never said who you thought was better, Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. I would have to say I'm right now. I'm gonna go with Jason Tatum because I'm going from playoffs for sure. Until, I'm living in the moment right now. Yeah, you know the regular season. I've learned that it's a different game. That's you know, a fact. Playoffs is a different game, so I gotta see until those playoffs, those those bright lights come on. And I see Jalen Brown just looking better than Jason Tatum. I'll say Jalen Brown, but right now I'm going with Tatum. I, I, I'm not mad at that. Also, shout out to Sabonis, man. Sabonis has come back with the Pacers and has been balling. So DeMontis Sabonis is saying, I'm the star of this team. I don't give a damn about Victor. I don't give a damn about Brogdon. I'm the star of this team, and I love it. He's I, I always loved his game, man. He he has a game to be like a dirt type. Like, he could be like Jokic, but he can actually score more than Jokic. He can actually shoot a little bit better than Jokic. Jokic might be a better player, but like, and I might be a better facilitator, but DeMontis can initiate the offense and still score. So I think the Pacers will be there as well. Right now, the teams in the East that I'm liking, Pacers, Sixers, Hawks, Celtics, and the Nets got to do – the Nets got to play better. They can't keep slacking on games. 
I'm, I know they three and four. I know they're going to come up. I know K- KD can't play all the games because he's resting his Achilles. But Kyrie got to keep playing like he was playing in the beginning. He can't take no nights off. I need to see y'all being the, one of the best teams in the East. Not, not a question mark. I just think since they're so talented, no one is really worried about them. Also, I think losing Spencer Dinwiddie hurt them. Yeah. A lot. A lot. I think they don't have a creator for the second option, and Karis LeVert might not be as good as we thought. Uh, Having all the pressure on him. Like, Spencer Dinwiddie alleviated a lot of that. And that's why I think without Spencer Dinwiddie, I think that if they don't make it to the championship, it won't be a knock on them. Mm, I, I think in a championship, like to win a championship, you have to have a the team. Well, they didn't have Avery Bradley, so you could kind of. But for that, but they have LeBron and AD. And you yeah, kinda, you know, have an argument. But I just think you know, for that team, they have to have they have to have a full, fully healthy team. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. It just made they're just they just play better. There's no one else like yeah. like Tyler Johnson can't create for that second unit. Landry Shamit can't create for that second unit. Karis Levert can't. Timothy Luol Cabarro, who they've been trying to make create, can't create for that second unit. So like, the missing Spencer really hurts. Really, really, really hurts. Like that would be the Lakers without Caruso for their second unit. Like Caruso's their that guy. Like Caruso's the dude that creates for that second unit. Unless unless they uh, leave Schroeder in and do some weird shit like that, but the Lakers need their two guards, and the Nets are missing that, so that's why that's what I think is affecting. Hopefully, they pick someone up uh, so they can you know continue looking good because when they were fully healthy, the Nets looked like some juggernauts. But that's all really uh, the NBA stuff I really wanted to talk about this week. Oh, also I want to tell Justin his his take on the Clippers ain't looking too hot right now. Clippers are looking like they're making the playoffs. Justin is crazy. Okay, okay, okay. Like I said, man, you know, it's it's still early. <laughs> when we talk about the Hawks and the Pels, it's not too early, but when we talk <laughs> about the Clippers, it's early. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not I'm just not selling that team, man. I I I I guess just from last season they, they, they left a bad taste in my mouth. I feel that. You I know, feel that. That really hurt me for them. But them beating the Suns tonight was was big for me because the I, the Suns are one of the best teams yeah, in the Suns West. Are, the Suns are one of the best teams in the West, so Paul George yeah. took it on took it on his wing. He was like, nah, I'm about to bust Devin Booker up, calling me soft. You're not going to call me soft. And what I like about the Suns is Chris Paul is not necessarily having to get 20-something points. Like, Chris Paul got 15 tonight and six assists. It was Booker and Aiden who got 25 and 24. That's going to be big for the Suns if that can continue to happen because then you can keep some of Chris Paul's magic for some of the playoff games coming later down the line. If you don't yeah. force Chris Paul to be Chris Paul in the regular season and Aiden and Booker can carry the load and Bridges – that will pay off for them in the long run. I was telling you a few weeks ago, Aiden's got to be, he's going to step up this year. He has to. Yep. 100%. Him and Bridges both. And Bridges had a good game the other day and Aiden played great tonight. So those are two guys that uh, have to maintain stepping up and Devin Booker has to be the Devin Booker that we know. But that's all we got this week. Uh, bros who ball gave you a very good bros who ball this week. My guys were on their game. We're you can tell we're watching right now. We're in it. We're in the NBA and I'm loving it. I'm loving every second of it. Justin, tell the people where they can find you at on social media. I'm on uh, all social media platforms. Justin Baptiste 22. And you guys can also follow me on my uh, blog site, tracingladies.com. Yep. Go find Justin. He is keeping us up to date on this season. Definitely pay attention to his blog. Schubert, tell the people where to find you at on social media. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at hubert 14 and the bros who binge will be out again this week. Last week we talked about 
Wonder Woman 1984. We did our awards for the year 2020. So go listen back and check out that. Uh, We've also been reviewing episodes of Showtime's Your Honor. And I heard this Uh, week is nuts. I heard this episode uh, episode five is nutty. We'll be reviewing episode five this week and um, trying to talk about some more news. We got to figure out what we're going to talk about this week. This is a slow week. Yeah, it's a little bit of a slow week, but you know, we will have your honor. Um, may have to figure out something else as well. We'll come well, up with but... a cool topic. We'll come up with something for you guys. We still got a couple of days before it's time to record. So we'll have a great show for you as always. But make sure you check out Bros of Binge. But definitely check last week's. Last week was really good. It was the award show. Plus, we reviewed Wonder Woman 1984. And you may be surprised by our review. I know a lot of people are really shitting on it right now, but I don't think we I, I we were critical. But I don't think we were harsh. I think we were honest. That, and I don't think a lot of people are being honest. That's what I'll say. But, yeah, be sure to check that out. Be sure to follow both my guys. You guys can follow me at LinBWT. Follow Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. Like Schubert said, new bros who binge this week. No new anime talk, but there will be some manga videos out, as well as a new running back. The Kira running back will finally be out on Tuesday. Word Christ on the cross, I promise on my life. It will be out on Tuesday. I just wanted to give the award some shine last week. That's why I didn't put it out, because we had too much good content to just throw on a running back where it could fall to the wayside, where this is a really good running back. So it'll be out on Tuesday. Also, the poll will be up as soon as the running back is out for the next one for me, Schubert, and Ian to do, because Ian has been jonesing to review another movie for you guys. He's been texting me constantly, like, when's the new poll coming out? Ian, it will be out when the running back is out on Tuesday. Don't you worry. Uh, but yeah, besides that, some manga content will be out. The Kaiju number eight reviews are back. Finally going to just review all the things I missed. It's only been like two chapters, but both will be there. You'll have a, a another manga video for me and Krissa, but that'll be out later in the week. But just subscribe to the YouTube for all of that. And we will be streaming. Uh, I'll be streaming tomorrow and Friday and sometime in the middle of the week. Late Nights with Lynn. The family is strong. You know who you are. The, I love the gang, bro. The gang is strong. Friday nights is like our day now. Like, she would, we, you were part of that Friday, like picking up those Friday nights. Friday nights is a legitimate day for late nights with Lynn. The crew is there. Like, it was popping this Friday. And I didn't even, I streamed on a whim. I was like, yeah, let me just stream it. Like, I'm feeling it was popping. So we will be back this Friday, but I'll be doing it tomorrow by the time you guys are hearing this as well. But like I said, follow us at Bros You Think on Twitter for all the information. This year, we got a lot planned, a lot planned. Be sure to follow the Twitch. I'm just letting you know there's some cool shit coming. Some pitch it is it. People are talking shit. Let me just say, people are talking shit. The game show will be here soon enough. Brooklyn was talking shit today. Like, I'm coming for that pitch it belt. I was like, bro, you're not about to beat me. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Oh, it's, it's about to be official. That's that's why I got this ring light here. I, you know, I'm trying to make this like you know a thing. I got to get the belt. I got to have the belt for the first match to have on my shoulder to be like, yeah, bitches, I got the belt. Do you want to go with a belt, a, a, a trophy? I feel like a belt's better for us. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think a belt is pretty nice. It's yeah, I'm gonna get a more belt. visual. I'm gonna get a belt. Don't worry, it'll be there for the first match. Justin, you should watch. We're gonna be on stream, man. You should, you should, you should watch. I know you'll never play pitch it because that's I'll not your you your swag. Yeah, man. I'm normally at in, in a high school gym. I know, I know. You grinding. You're out here coaching, getting your getting your yeah. shit ready for the future. You're gonna be a future coach. And when when you get when you get chosen to a college team, and we're still podding, and we're a big ass pod, you better not turn down my my request for interviews. I'm gonna be like, I got every, I got all the dirt on. 
on him. I know all the info. You better come on the show and tell us everything about that. About you. I want to be, I want honesty. Talk shit on them coaches. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> I'm never turn down anything, man. I'm just, I'm giving you a hard time. You already know it's love. I'm turn down anything. But shout out to my guy, Justin. Shout out to Schubert. Uh, but for Justin Baptiste, for Adam Schubert, for Doom, for Brooklyn, for, for uh, Old Spanish, my name is Lennon. You guys have a great one. We will KD, talk to up? you next Monday. Until then, yeah. peace. Chop a nigga down with this hoe, I feel like Mihawk. Blue strip, 100s, yeah, my pockets finna seawalk. Talking crazy, I decide your heads and say you take it off. In traffic with the cutter, getting surgical, I feel like law. Youngins in your city never heard of you, you falling off. This rap shit don't work out okay, I got a plug on hard and soft. Nigga hit a 100 band jug and then went fuck it off. My dog wouldn't get no fucking money around me, had to cut him off. Rap niggas, lines, grab the yabba and I slice a nigga. Julio on fire, they won't smoke, then I'm a lighter nigga. Heard he got that work, I pull up on him and retire a nigga. Walk a nigga down with this bitch, I'm Michael Myers, nigga. Said he wanted beef, why you put up with some sliders, nigga? Yeah, Crystal Burger. You official price shooter, that's a toy burner. Keep your girl from rhyming unless you want her bent over. It's turned upside down, bitches turned over. Three, five in the wood, I am not sober.